Hello, this is Caleb, and I'm here with a very special guest, Mercy Garcia. How are you doing today? Fine, thank you. Oh, fine, good. So this is all uh, 12 of the siblings all grown up. Mm -hmm. So what was the occasion of, of this photo? It was the 50th anniversary of my parents. And we thought it'd be nice for them to repeat their vows. And okay. so I don't know whose idea it was, but um, they thought that because the whole family was still alive, why not use them as the wedding company? Yeah, and so yeah. we all dressed in royal blue. And they thought, well, let's all have, have all the grandchildren that were born by that, and the great-grandchildren, if any, I can't remember. Each generation was dressed in a lighter blue. And nice. so as they marched in, they all marched in before and sat on the side. They had a side room with with uh, uh, sound and all that. And uh, as they marched in, you knew it was a di different generation as the color changed. Then we marched in with Royal Blue, and that was the I remember <clears throat> going to uh, your 50th anniversary. Uh, you do? I, I think in, in, in yeah. 2010. 2010, yeah, really? I had just remember? graduated college, yeah. Oh, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I was there. I remember the big party. That's all I remember. Yeah. And and it was a party because mm -hmm. you guys didn't like renew vowels or anything. You uh, just basically no, had a big dinner. and Have a good time. Have Everybody had, um, have a good time. Just the, celebrate, you know. The mariachi dancers. Uh-huh. You know, mm -hmm. that sort of thing. So, so this, your parents' 50th. Just family alone would have been like over 100 people. Probably. A lot of people. <laughs> and of course, uh, um, because they had lived that long, they had belonged to a lot of churches. They had not only family, old family, but church members. Okay. Yeah. It was Almonte Baptist. That was and, the church. Uh-huh. Almonte Baptist. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so, um, and no, they didn't have a big reception but they, because we were such a big family. They rented a whole Mexican restaurant, and it was just big enough for the family. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they couldn't invite anybody else outside of it. We filled it all. So it was a Mexican uh, restaurant that was very close by to the church. So this would have been late 50s, early 60s, around there? Gosh, I don't even I don't remember. Know. <laughs> that is a good question. I'd have to look it up. Um, I know. I don't think I have one. Uh, let's see. I don't have their date of marriage. But you were born in 39, so yes. you look like you're about 20 in that picture. I had, uh, <laughs> so that would put it at 59. I had three kids already. Matt was the youngest. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. So you're over 20. Mm -hmm. You just look so young. <laughs> it's the beehive haircut. Okay, so this was early 60s. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Maybe early, well, no, early, um, early 60s, 60s because early your dad 60s. was born 63, I think, and Matt was born 64, and he was already a little older. Yeah. So, um, middle 60s, maybe late 60s, yeah. Very cool. And this bottom photo, do you remember the occasion of that? It looks like a wedding. No, I don't, but I noticed, and my mom is wearing it's not the similar dress but she has a corsage so i'm guessing it must have been somebody's wedding we're all dressed up yeah and, and the long dresses were in style 
yeah. what, what they call the floor length. But you see, my brothers have boutonnieres, just these two. So I'm guessing it, it was somebody's wedding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it wasn't. So this uh, is, that's Benny. That's Benny. Mm-hmm. And that's, um. That's Joe. That's Joe. Which is really not his real name. Do you know what his real name is? Dominguez. Domingo. <laughs> Domingo. Domingo. And you know what that means? Sunday. Sunday. What happened is that Sunday Joe. We all had godmothers because my parents were Catholic at that time. So uh, I guess according to custom, they name you by the saint of the day, or the, they are, they have some kind of say so in the name. But my mother would have liked to name us something else. She would have liked to name Joe. That's what happened to me. She would like to have Mercy after her mother. So that's all they call me at home because she started Mercy. But I was born on St. Gregorio's Day. Yeah. Therefore, Gregoria. And it's worth noting that's not short for Mercedes. It's, no, it's, it's it just, was always Mercy. Her mother was Mercedes. Yeah. But Mercy it comes from that. Yeah. And, uh, so she just called me Mercy. Yeah. She didn't. Call when me they were Mercedes mad at me, they called me Mercedes. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> that's the version of the first and middle name, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, like her. We called her Ruby. That's what my mother would have liked her name. Her. Yeah. You know what her name was? Aloisa. That's ugly. Aloisa. <laughs> and then who's... This, uh, we called him Ozzy. Ozzy. Oswald. His name, his name was Nieves. You know what a Nieves is? Rain? Ice cream. Oh, ice cream. <laughs> wow. So he was plural. Nieves. But my mother Nieves. would have liked Oswald. Yeah. What's What's Rain. Uh, Uvia. Uvia. Uh-huh. Yeah. What's snowing? Uh, uh hmm. I can't remember. <laughs> You're fluent in uh, Spanish. No, I'm not. I'm forgetting. <laughs> You're I'm forgetting. forgetting a lot. And now that Grandpa's studying Spanish, it's coming back it's, a little bit. It's coming back to um, you. And, and when you say it's snowing in Spanish, it's está nevando. Um, yeah. It'll come. It'll come. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Maybe since he has the corsage, maybe it's one of his kids getting married or maybe something. Maybe so. See, they both have boutonnieres, oh, yeah. but these two don't. Now, Cell, it looks like I see one, but he could have been performing. But the it could marriage. have been one of these father of the bride. Maybe one of them. Could have been, uh, but know, per- uh, since he performed the marriage, yeah. yes, and he married us. Officiating. Uh, yeah. He's wearing a boutonniere, but he's not dressed like the hmm. like the ushers, like the whatever. Yeah. When I see this picture, I always think of one thing: be fruitful and multiply. That's this is they, a, they obeyed the script. They, uh-huh. they obeyed that. That's a uh-huh. it's a visual aid for be uh-huh. fruitful. All right. So next we have um, a very beautiful woman uh-huh. in a uh, cap and gown, uh-huh. graduating high school. Uh-huh. Lincoln High School. Lincoln High School, yeah. She is Francine's mother. Yes, Francis. No, 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 Sally, Sally. 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 And uh, we nicknamed, well, my parents nicknamed her Sally, but her name was Selina. Selina. What does that mean? Anything. Sally. (laughs) Yes. I should point out, I couldn't find a picture of you graduating high school, so 
I just um, I included her because it was a nice pick. Actually, how I found this is this was one of the um, it was a, f- a funeral like pamphlet that they hmm. give out, and they had that oh, photo it, on it. it that's was so, her that's, for her service. That's what yeah. I scanned. Uh, I I may have one on myself yeah, somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. But I think you said Sally was the glamour girl, you yeah. know. So. Oh yes, she was. She loved to dress up and all that. But she could Very sew into, yeah. anything. The hair and the makeup, and mm-hmm. this is like mm-hmm. she looks like a, you know, a someone modeling a, a graduation mm-hmm. oh, yeah. <laughs> cap and gown. Oh yeah, probably was. So this one, there's three of you. Mm-hmm. You, Angie. Angie's this one. Angie's that one. This is Jenny. We called her Pee Wee until she got married. Pee Wee. And uh, so I know Angie's your niece. Mm-hmm. And and same with Jenny? Mm-hmm. The they're sisters. Oh, they're sisters. Okay. Uh, and they have one brother, a uh, younger brother. And, um, um, wow. Yeah, and we went to school together because we were the same age, even though I was younger than her. I was her aunt. Do you remember taking this photo? No, I'm curious. I remember who took the it. day. <laughs> the, the I remember day. the day, but I don't remember taking the photo. And it was my brother-in-law that took it. So what? What happened that day? My sister, I think she was engaged to Ronnie, and uh, my sister Natty, and um, they we live very close to the mountains and uh, like Mount Wilson and all that. So they decided to go take a ride, and they invited us along and I think even Uncle Louie was along and so it happened to be that day we were out hiking in the in the mountains yeah okay yeah and you have similar pants it's like the well I noticed that Angie's not even dressed for it notice she's got a skirt and a blouse and so she, we probably weren't even expecting to be invited and it was like a last yeah. minute thing here's my question because I would call these capris but was this a full pant leg that you rolled up or is that where it stops on your shin no that's those are jeans that you roll up these, these you roll, okay capris were just like these but they came up to here yeah they showed your lower leg that was a capri but this was if you could unroll just, this oh yeah they went all the way down they were just jeans they and just jeans, uh, they yeah. had a uh, flannel lining inside wow oh she's got capris on notice yeah, because uh-huh. you can't see the roll, but on you, uh-huh. I can see no, that no, you've it, rolled uh, up the... Uh, that's mm-hmm. cool. Did you do a lot of hiking back then? This seems like light hiking, more like a, well, a nature no, walk. No, not really hiking. I remember going to the snow a lot. I got to go to the snow oh. a lot. And um, because... Well, where was the closest snow? Like Big Bear uh, or Arrowhead? Uh, Big Bear, uh, Mount Wilson. Mount Wilson, yeah. And uh, yeah, there's another... It was mostly Big Bear. Um, we had a church that would do a lot of things together. We go uh, South Church. Yeah. He would take get a bus and take fill up the bus with people. The rest would come in cars, and we would do so many things together. We'd go up to the mountains, and we'd go up to the snow, and we'd have picnics, and we'd take up almost a whole park. But we used to have so many. It was that kind of church? We okay. were a family. And be, and usually you're in the city, so that was a nice uh-huh. oh yeah a break from a the city outlet yeah because we didn't have the money to do anything else <laughs> got some you fresh know, air we were lucky that the show was what ten cents fifteen cents back in the Shirley Temple days 
you know, and uh, and we would only go like once a month. And uh, I guess the rest of the kids went through the same thing because the line would be around this corner to get in. Yeah. Yeah. It was a big thing for us because it would last the whole day. That's one thing about theaters back then. You had so many things to see. You got two movies. You got cartoons. You got the news. You got... And the kids could... You know, the parents could drop them off and pick them up later on at night. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I wonder if this cap and gown photo... If that's something she would have taken at the school, or she could went elsewhere to a photographer. No, this is at school. As far as I know, um, I guess you could have done that, but I never heard of that until my kids were in school. Yeah. But no, this is all done in school. But they're very particular. You notice how she's wearing a cap and gown. Now they're so, to me, they're very sloppy. Oh. Because yeah. they let them hang the thing and they wear all. They were very particular. Yeah, they checked the you. And you were, and yeah, the, yeah, you were marching on. Of course, as a photographer would set you up. Yeah. As you got ready to march in on commencement day, they're there checking to see how you look. And if something wasn't right, they fix it for you. But the, it had to be like this, and the tassel had to be on one side. And yeah. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. when I was a senior in high school, for the yearbook photo, we, we were suits and stuff, but we had to go to an outsider photographer. And this mm-hmm. is like, you know, months before, so they had it all for the yearbook and, mm-hmm. and everything. Well, junior high, they would, um, it was different. Uh, they didn't have cap and gown. Our next photo is a giant hole in your backyard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this is uh, when you got the pool in, which probably around 85, the mid-80s. Around there, yeah. Uh, you notice Devin must have been about four years old. He wasn't in school yet. Yeah. But we actually put it in. So probably rankings. before I was born, yeah. Probably yeah. maybe Jared was born. Yes. Uh-huh. And, uh, and we put it in for the grandkids. Because yeah. uh, we've had it since uh, 89. Mm-hmm. We put it in. No, wait a minute. 89? I was born in 88. Right? Maybe a little before. Yeah, and um, yeah. I've been in that pool like three times. <laughs> so was it for us? It was wow. for the kids. I've been in more than you, yeah. Oh, yeah. I grew we up in that pool, learned not to even swim our in it. Our kids do not really get to enjoy it because we did it for the grandkids. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I'm glad you did. I mm-hmm. enjoyed the pool quite a bit. Um, <laughs> so this is a big undertaking. Oh, yeah. You know, how did they get in the bulldozers and the, the cranes and the... On this side, they had to take the fence down. Mm-hmm. And, of course, the gate is way in the beginning. So they had to bring in a truck and the bulldozer. And they would come up the slope because I had nothing. My yard wasn't landscaped. Yeah. It was, if you see, it's all dirt. We didn't have any cement. But how'd they get it over the rain gutter? Oh, no, there's a road down there. Then the gutter goes down. Oh, so they drive it on the road. On the road. And, and then come up right slope. up. And I was, so it was very interesting, and that's why it was a big, a lot of entertainment for Devin. I mean, I'd sit here and just watch the amazing things they do. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so they were pretty fast. But we didn't have anything landscape, so the, the yeah. uh, slope was pretty clear. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is probably like you you guys would get your big tax return for the year. And you're like, oh, let's, you let's, guess? let's do something. <laughs> <laughs> for every kid. Yeah, <laughs> cool, tax return. Yeah. Wow. 
So I wonder how long that took, like, beginning to end. To, to get it done? To put in the pool. Uh, you know, they're pretty fast. They're very fast. And, um, of course, they have uh, guys that do that work in sections because they're only good. They only have the diggers are good at that. Mm-hmm. Then they come the ones that frame it inside the, that rebar, oh, yeah, rebar, that rebar. Yeah, rebar. And then uh-huh. Then they come and the put concrete the concrete, and, the, and then they come the in and put the tile. So they had, uh, maybe that's why it went so fast. They didn't all do the same thing, you know. They, yeah, so it was very interesting. And to me, they, they worked awfully fast. And you've done a lot of really cool work in the backyard because there was that big tree over here that mm-hmm. I remember when they cut that down, then you cemented mm-hmm. the whole patio, and then you built out the, the deck. Mm-hmm. And then we knocked on the, uh, the, I call it the Christmas tree. <laughs> that got diseased. Yeah. Yeah, but the you remember the, the elm that was here? And it was like a big umbrella, and I used to hang pillows for you and, and <laughs> Devin yeah. and That was our punching bag. Their punching bags. <laughs> yeah, it would almost cover you like a big umbrella, a beautiful tree, I but know, yeah. just it, it was in the wrong place, and we wanted a patio there. Yeah. yeah. And then the roots began to pop out of the the the, the uh, dirt there. So. Wow. So at this time, was this part of uh, this this room? This is like an extension. I wonder if that was. When no, did you build I this did. out? That this is our second patio. The first one, Jemco, who is similar, to, is very similar to a Costco. It was in the valley. We didn't have any stores out here. I took the travels to the valley off of Woodland Hills, mm-hmm. and they called what a, a similar thing, a membership store, and it was called Jemco. They had a sale on this patio, really cheap. Well, they were getting rid discontinued. It was so cheap they were going to discontinue. We bought it, but it just fell apart. It was so cheap. So um, I can't. I don't think we had it yet. But after that, we built the other patio. It just would flood. Oh yeah. All the way, and good thing we had a step in there. This it wasn't flood. If we had a step oh, going yeah, to the, the kitchen, because the only thing that wouldn't flood. Was this big circle around the TV? Everything. I used to come in here in boots. <laughs> oh no! And I have a, a vacuum that sucks out water. It was just terrible. Yeah. Yeah. So finally, we knocked it down, put this one in, and this is well built that we made it part of the house. So this became the TV room. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, uh huh. And but we can't sell it as part of the house because it's not really a built-in room. It's a patio. It's a patio. Yeah. Uh-huh. And we had to leave the enclosure, the opening there, in case whoever buys the house wants to put the to put it back. the, oh. the uh, sliding doors back on. Yeah. It's nice to have the extra square footage. Oh, we spend all our time back here. And you have a very interesting uh, clown painting. Well, <laughs> that was not my idea. That used to scare me, that painting. Yeah. When Liz, were, Liz was working, <laughs> I can't remember where it was, they would go and put on shows. And she'd pick up all these different things, and she gave that to Grandpa years ago. Rolled it up, put it in the garage. And as yeah. we moved, it would come along with us. Finally, he finds it and decides he wants to frame it. Because there used idea. to be a room in the garage, and that painting was in that room. Uh, no, it was just Liz's room. It was Liz's room. Uh-huh. But okay. it just that she had it there. And he also had a painting that his brother, Ron who's an artist, had painted years ago when he was right out of high school. And he sat in the garage. When we moved here, four houses later, he, found he it. decided <laughs> to print at the entrance. 
And oh, Ron okay. came over. Is it the two people dancing? Is that no, it's oh. a, a portrait of a lady. She oh, looks yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. We showed it to him. Oh, and, Ron, how do you like my painting? He looks at it and it's all right. He didn't recognize <laughs> it. I, I said, never well, knew that was Ron's painting. I never knew yeah, that. Yeah, and wow. he painted that live model. He was sticking painted. He had just started, I think, Pasadena City College or something or other. Right out of high school. Oh, wow. And so it's very old. So we still had it rolled up in the garage. And we moved here four houses later. Grandpa finds it. And so he had it framed. A friend of ours framed it, yeah. And this we had framed, too, by a, a, a art store. Yeah, it scares off the burglars. It does, <laughs> but if you look real close, it's got all the little creases from being rolled up. Oh yeah. I'm just surprised it's not damaged more. Yeah. But Liz gave it to him, and not one person has walked in there and admired it. <laughs> Who is that? Uh, yeah. Whose idea was that? And they have all these questions, and so I. It's I a good always, conversation piece. Yeah, I always you know? give Grandpa the blame because that <laughs> wouldn't have been my my first choice to put it there. Who's Who's this uh, cello guy with the bandana? That is my nephew, Hector. Oh, Hector. He He's retired now, I think, but he taught at El Monte High School. That's Ruby's. And of course, El Monte, if you're familiar with El Monte. Mm-hmm. You have a lot of gangs and things like that. And he's dressed up like his students would have been dressed up. And he was, we had a picnic and he was imitating them. Oh, okay. He was his comedy act. Of course, we understood the lingo yeah. because coming from Mixed <laughs> and everybody was laughing. It happened to be a picnic, a family picnic. In fact, I think it's the same one where, where he's playing. It and was his, so, his Cheech uh, Marin. Yeah, so he, he, he was willing to put on a skit, and, and we uh, had a laugh because it brought back memories. That's funny. You know, they call them cholos, you know. <laughs> but uh, but uh, he's retired now. Yeah. And, um, yeah. What's, what, is, what is a gringo? I don't think I know. It's a slang for uh, an American-born. Mm-hmm. A blondie with blue eyes. It's a gringo. A, American-born... Just, just yeah, not with uh, not of Mexican descent. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, well, there you go. Now I know. Yeah, you're half. I'm 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 half <laughs> Ringo. <laughs> so of course this is your one of your only childhood photos there with the yeah um with the, the my monkey making you sister laugh. who who passed away sent me one and. Uh, it was a real old photo, and I must have been about two. I had never seen myself that young. That uh, young, yeah. And she said, send me other ones that old I had never known. So I don't know why I had this beautiful album. Um, I don't know why I put it in the garage. Maybe because I used to have them here, and it might have uh, been uh, uh, a dangerous spot to get. Oh, yeah. Well, anyway, it got all... Wet and I didn't know. I put it in the garage. Didn't find it till years later. And that picture that she had sent me myself at two years old was damaged, so I had to toss it. But that was the youngest I has ever seen myself. Wow. There was this is uh, the youngest that I have. And you're probably like four, I don't know, four. Or something like that. I don't think I'm even over five, but it was a birthday. Mm-hmm. And. Um, 
My godmother. Is that, a, is that a bow in your hair? There's two bows. Oh, it's two it bows. Glittery, glittery stuff. On <laughs> oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what what color is that dress? Because I've only seen them black it and white. A, uh, um, it was a pink. Oh, my God. Okay, white like lace. a light pink. White lace. And okay. I think the socks were also pink. And I noticed my shoes are high to those high top. They were white. Very fashionable. Yeah, and I had natural curly hair. It's all worn away. But, uh, yeah, they all I had to do was comb me and put the... There you go. So next up, we have, um, it looks like you petting a goat. Yes, we were up in Arrowhead, Lake Arrowhead, mm-hmm. for our honeymoon. Oh, Okay. And in, in the cabin, so it was very rustic. Now I hear everything's been redone completely. And um, we probably wouldn't know it, but it was very rustic. I mean, and uh, where we stayed, it was a cabin uh, where it housed uh, others, other tenants. So we stayed there, and um, I guess they had these animals loose there. Yeah, they just... Mm-hmm. The goat goes right up to you. You look like a goat whisperer. You're just so calm. <laughs> well, I was used to animals. The goat's acting like a dog. Just... Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, we had animals in our backyard. I re- was raised with animals, though. Wow, and you're wearing these great plaid pants. Hey, you know? those were the thing, yeah. <laughs> and you have, I guess that's a purse. My purse, yeah. Wow, so that's that's where your honeymoon was. I think it's some of the purses Lake that... Arrowhead. Oh, yeah. My mom couldn't make anything. And I think this is one of the purses that she crocheted. She crocheted hats for dresses. I have a picture of myself and dress I already had all five. And she crocheted the dress. Wow. For Easter she'd make a crochet hat for everybody. We'd have to wear a hat to starch. She'd starch them stiff. But uh, yeah, she could make anything. And I'm guessing Grandpa would have taken that photo. Oh yeah. He would mm-hmm. have brought a camera along. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And so this is um, the kids camping, the five kids. Uh, camp, the first camping trip where we carried all five. Wow, do you remember where that was? When? Where? Where? Uh, where um, we went all the way to, I think it was Colorado. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Wow. And then turned back. That is quite a trip. Yeah, we. it was a long trip. And, um, so typically, Grandpa would get some vacation days off, and you guys would, would go camping. Two weeks, and one week because we needed one week to recuperate. So the second yeah. week. <laughs> <laughs> but it was um, the reason we hadn't taken the other two young ones is that we had a, a Buick. We mm. couldn't fit them all, but we decided, hey, we got to take all five. And back then, they didn't didn't have car seats for the kids. Yeah. So we carried. Um, or we earbags. Four in the back. <laughs> and then, um, no, we carried three in the back, the big ones. Three and back, back then, the cars had a thing that, you know, they had no. We used that as a seat for for William. And I carried mm-hmm. Andrew on my, hat, on my lap. Oh, wow. It was not comfortable. And then we camped every day we pitched tent. And then you put the luggage on the roof. On the roof. <laughs> what we couldn't fit in the, in the trunk. It went on top. Yeah. Because... Um, Do you have a rack on the top? Yeah. And then, of course, we borrowed... The, uh, what do you call those beds? Um, 
Sleeping bags, air mattress. Uh, um, no, they're uh, cots. Cots. Cots from okay. his uncle. Oh, okay. And so we'd set them up because we had a tent, but um, we couldn't fit all seven. So we did. We put the cots and they were high up. And we put a sleeping bag underneath that. So it was like a bunk bed. You know? <laughs> That's the only way we fit. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and so. Like, Don't it, fall it on was, me. <laughs> yeah. So it was hard. Um, the day we left, we wanted to get on the freeway. We were stuck. It was so low in the back that we were on the on-ramp. And Grandpa couldn't get up. There was too much of an incline the for that part. The weight. <laughs> I can't remember what he did. He uh, he rearranged stuff, and finally we got on the freeway. But it was it was tough traveling like that, and I'm sure it was hard for the kids too. Mm-hmm. So Colorado, that's like a 16 hour drive. Oh, I can't remember. So we you stopped at you must places. have stopped it. Yeah, how oh, long yeah. the way? <laughs> we start at uh, Boulder camped along Man, the way. Uh, where was it? Where the first day? Uh, where that? Um, Gambling place. Oh, Vegas. You to Vegas. We stopped at all the states. We had to. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't travel at night. We never travel at night. Yeah. So we only traveled. We had to shorten our traveling because we'd stop and see things. Yeah. And uh, we never travel at night. And because when you're camping, if you don't get your camping spot by a certain, I think it was five o'clock, you're out of luck. So we had to be sure and get to that campsite. First and register and kind of even if you have to pitch tent and then leave afterwards, we had to find it early. So we never traveled at night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well. And a lot of times there was stuff around there that the kids could enjoy. So did you always like nature and camping and? Not with five kids. No. Because <laughs> I didn't. I had to do all the cooking. And yeah. Of course, I had two little ones that I had to watch for, <laughs> and um, so I don't really remember. Uh, enjoying that yeah yeah mm-hmm. and you you mentioned a story that will did not like the outdoor bathrooms no because because <laughs> that's scary to a kid so at that time andrew <laughs> was still in diapers so i had to put him in diapers yeah so i had two in diapers and what was good that right about that time the disposable diapers came in. Oh, okay. Up to that time, we used cloth. The, the cloth, and those have to be washed. You can't use them twice. And the rubber pants. Oh, wow. And, of course, the the uh, disposable already come with the, the rubber outside, yeah. the plastic outside. So and some was, cities had a diaper man that would go door-to-door and collect oh, the cloth. Oh, yeah, that and, was like uh, the cleaners used to come to your house. When I yeah. was a kid, it was all because women didn't drive at that time or they didn't have cars. <clears throat> But we had everything, the vegetable man, the good humor, you name it, the, the trash <laughs> the, man, the rag ice man, cube. the, the ice, ice, man. ice man, everything. Yeah, yeah. Helms uh, Bakery. Mm-hmm. Everything was, came to your door. <laughs> and then there was another Will story of uh, when you took him to downtown L.A. for the first time. <laughs> oh, yeah, we were already living here okay, mm. for a while, and and Grandpa was still working downtown, and I thought, you know, my kids... They've never been seen downtown L.A. Well, I still remember how to use all the bus system, okay? <laughs> so I get this bright idea to take all five and meet Grandpa downtown. And I told him, he says, oh, yeah, okay, meet me after work. So I take all five kids in the bus. I don't know, I had to transfer, <laughs> I think, a couple of times, but I knew the bus system. Yeah. 
So finally, we meet him, and, and he says, I got to drive him through the city. Downtown, <laughs> L.A. Main Street. You've been there. We took you. Yeah. So, <laughs> William and Andrew were very young when we moved here. And they never saw Mexicans. Mm-hmm. There was one Mexican family and one black family here in all of Aurora. And we only knew the black family. So we were, as far as they were concerned, the only Mexicans. <laughs> yeah. So we're driving down Main Street. And Alice and I look at him and he's... <laughs> hey, guys. Culture like, shock. Yeah. Hey, hey, Dad. They all look like us. <laughs> the, you know, Main Street was all Mexican. Yeah. It's true. That he would have been his first time. not get over it. And I was, he was so quiet. And I turned and looked at him and his eyes are huge. But not get over it. So I'm glad he drove them through town. They had never been seen anything like yeah. that. He just thought he was tan yeah. before that. <laughs> and he's pretty dark. You know, Andrew's, uh, no, your dad's uh, the, the lighter one, then Andrew's the next, but the rest are dark. That's true. Will's one yeah. of the darker ones, uh, yeah. Yeah, and because the dark color dominates. Yeah. Yeah, because Rumpa, is, he's half he's half Irish and half Mexican. I mean, some, some yeah. mixture. Yeah, and, that's and right. And the first, my dad was and you're fair, full-blooded. But, um, but my mom was dark. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So five kids camping, I'd be worried that they were just like run off and get lost in the forest. Oh, no. And, no, they're, no, they're pretty well behaved. Very well behaved uh, for five. Um, yeah, I... I and and no, no serious were... injuries, you know, jumping uh, off rocks and waterfalls. <laughs> just, just William going over the cliff, but he landed on his feet. Oh. Um, no, they're very well behaved. We kept them in line. And, um, <laughs> That's good. Uh, I forget what I was going to say. But each one, camping, each one had a job. Your dad, <laughs> good. Your dad and, and uh, Matt were in charge of setting up the tent. They hated it, but that was their job. They put it up, took it down. Hmm. And um, so, yeah, they had minor jobs yeah. because they were younger. Yeah. But, no, they all, they, they had to. No, I didn't, they weren't allowed to run around. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. Um. Yeah, because it'd be too hard to keep track of. Oh, that would have gone crazy. Oh, no. And that's why when we moved here, I didn't, they weren't used to going to everybody's house, you know, like kids do. They didn't feel safe because mine were always home. Hmm. And I go, yeah. say, why don't you go see so and so? No, Mom, I want to stay home. Well, finally, the kids started coming here. So my house became the neighborhood uh, playground. And so I had a lot of kids, but I figured my kids feel safer. That's fine. And little by little, they started visiting, and they'd stay for a while and come back. But then I'd have all the way through high school, you know, know, John and Johnny (laughs) and and Harold, all those that... These those are stuck at home. Yeah, and the, the kids liked being home, so they didn't feel the need to run away. And then yeah, no. But isn't there one story of of Matt taking a a bicycle down to get a new wheel or something <laughs> at the store? Um. And a, a cop found him, like, and and brought him home. Oh, Andrew. Oh, Andrew. We were in El Monte, the, the house before this. And um, him and a friend, right? No, 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 not Andrew. Um, I had just William had just been born, 
and Matt had the uh, the had the habit of taking off. He loved to explore. Yeah. <laughs> and I had just gone from the hospital, and it was November. It was cold, and um, and and your dad and Liz were at school, but Matt was still young, like three years old, and I had just had William. He was asleep. When there's a knock on the door, and it's a neighbor. She says, I can't find Jumbo. That was <laughs> big years ago. I says, well, was he son. was playing with um, Matt. with Matt. And I says, we looked all over the neighborhood, all over there. And because um, they had a lot of land and there was houses built in the back. And we looked all over and nothing. She says, oh, my, my husband's going to be furious. I mean, she was more afraid of her husband. Yeah. <laughs> I says, you know what? I'm not, we're not going to look for him. Let's just call the police. I called the police. I'm calling them over the phone. I could already hear them radioing that thing. Uh, yeah. I said, let's just wait. We won't tell her husband's anything. So just a few minutes later on, my house was sitting in the back. I had a large piece of land, and they sat way in the back in this driveway. And we're standing there, and here comes the police car really <laughs> slow. <laughs> and it parks in front of my house. They didn't let them out. So we waited because they wouldn't open the, the doors. Just to punish them to, a little bit? Yeah, yeah scare them a scare little them bit. A little, yeah. And, um, and uh, Maddie had decided to go for a walk and invited Jumbo, who was younger. Mm-hmm. Like three years old or so. And, and, um, and so they went for a walk and they found him on the next block. I thought he took um, he a big a wheel or a, a tricycle or something. But maybe, uh, maybe that's a different story. See, I don't remember... <clears throat> Yeah, so they. Yeah, and. Um, they went off on their own adventure. <laughs> yeah, well, that wasn't the last time he. I thought that would do it, that would scare him, because he just would. He tried it again. We were still at that house. We had. Um, my grandpa worked with a, a guy from India. Mm-hmm. He had all his family. His wife is still dressed in the sari, you know, the, the Indian dress. So they decided to come and visit us and, oh, let's take them to Alvera Street. We took you to Alvera Street, didn't we? Yeah. 16th of September, wrong day. The Mexicans are celebrating. Oh, yeah. Liberation from Spain. It's just wall-to-wall people, just standing room only. And um, I'm expecting William. Okay, so I'm a huge child. So we're all standing and we're looking around. Where's Matthew? <laughs> Looking around and couldn't find him. So dad says, that's all right. Sam and I, the guy, he said, we'll go looking for him. So we're standing there waiting and waiting and waiting. And they looked all over. And finally, from up the street, you know, the, you saw the traffic there. This lady, beautifully dressed, Mexican. She said, oh, she was, and I looked at her so agitated. And who would be on her? And Matthew, and she's looking for his parents. And he's just walking along with her. <laughs> and I called her over, and she says, Oh, is this your little boy? I says, Yes. Oh, I says, I'm, I'm so glad. I caught him right on time. He was ready to cross the street in the traffic, <laughs> and I caught him on time. And William Andrews just looked, I mean, Matt is just looking at her, like, What's wrong with this lady? <laughs> yeah. oh, <yeah. laughs> she was and so, and I thanked her, and I felt more sorry for her. And finally, Grandpa shows up with Sam. I said, we found him. <laughs> I thought that would be the last time. 
We move here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I told you, we didn't have stores here. We have to go into the valley to Jemco. Okay, good thing it's a membership store, and you go in and show your membership. And, and we're shopping around, and um, where's Matt? He went exploring <laughs> a new store. And so finally, I said, I told Grandpa, this is silly. Let's go to the office and have him. They had a, a speaker. Goes on. So he went, and we told we lost our son. He took off. Okay, give us your name and blah blah blah. Okay, pretty soon here. Matthew Garcia, your parents are lost. <laughs> Go to the entrance and find them. <laughs> so we're waiting there. Here he comes. What happened? What's wrong? <laughs> but that was like, wait, him. he's the one that's lost, not us. <laughs> but he comes up and never faced him. He was never afraid. He liked to go and explore. Yeah. And his big guys. Yeah. What happened? Were you lost, mom? I said, no, you were. Well, <laughs> <laughs> different kids could be. But then, um, of course, we moved here. No fences. You know, uh, it's just, you can stand here and see all the way down. And um, I had William, uh, like three years old. Andrew's still in diapers, but he's walking. So uh, they wanted to play, and then, so I'm watching them in the back there. I couldn't leave them by themselves. And for some reason, I had to come in, maybe to go potty. I said, well, I'll be back, guys. You stay here. I'll, I'll be back really fast. Came in, went up, gone. I looked down there, down there, went to the front. No, oh, no. <laughs> got my neighbor. I said, Margaret, you know, she still lives there. I can't find the kids. We looked all over. We screamed. We thought, nothing. So we're standing in front and we see the squad car. Again, my <laughs> second experience. They're coming really slow and they drive into the. <laughs> I mean, again, they sit there and they give them this little lecture. Yeah, they found them on the on ramp. Oh. And I said, on the big and wheel? he says, yeah, we asked them. No, they were walking. Oh, walking, wow. They remembered that uh, that we had to get on the freeway to go to Costco. I mean, to Jemco. <laughs> so and were... the policeman says, yeah, they told us they were going to Jemco. <laughs> because William's bike had broken. So Andrew says, well, they sell bikes at, at Jemco. Let's go. We know how to get there. Yeah, and they caught them right yeah. on time. That's why they would have been on that freeway. I was confusing that story with the, the El Monte story. Oh, but, really? but that's the one, yeah. No, they were going to go buy it, I don't know with what money. <laughs> exactly. But by then, he had pooped he in his, his diaper. Oh. And that squad car stuck to high heaven. Oh, oh those poor policemen. They never complained. They were real nice about it. He says, yeah, they were going to go buy, go buy a bike. It's <laughs> a pretty good walk from here to the it ramp. Is. Yeah. And we didn't have that cross street. It was all dirt down there. Yeah. And we didn't have the route to Calabasas. It was all land. Wow. And uh, you get to the end of the street and made a big wow. loop. Then it came back to the, for the freeway, wow. entrance of the freeway. Um, it was all dirt, yeah. I'm impressed they all made it to their 40s and 50s. God, <laughs> the, made, my mom said she lost me in a mall once, yeah. you know, and then she freaked out. Shut <laughs> no, especially in a mall. But at least Jamco... <laughs> Was locked, you know, it, it by you had to get him by card, and if he was going out by himself, they would have caught it, you know. Yeah. So that's why we thought, let's go to the, the microphone. That's faster. Yeah. <laughs> and he never tried it again. 
I was probably too afraid to wander off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My mom would have been too mad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's funny, there were very few homes here. So in the kitchen, I felt free for that. There was only 20 homes here and across the street. And uh, oh, about five or six homes of the, the oh, no, another builder had run out of money. And he only got to build that and then he sold it to this contractor. And, but that was it. All that was land, and so yeah. uh, so the kids were pretty safe. I mean, they climbed to the hills way up on front. I'd sit on the stone outside and watch. <laughs> I remember your dad climbed all the way on. He says, "I'll wave to you, mom." Okay, <laughs> there were no houses up there, and they climb all the way up there, and then they wave, wave at me. Yeah. So there wow. was a garage sale one time. No, I guess he went for a walk. So I'm gonna go for a walk. Okay, but stay in the canyon. So I guess somebody was having a garage sale. And I guess he must have a few cents. He comes back with his earrings. I still have them. Oh, really? <laughs> I have to show him next time he's here. I still have them. That's and, funny. They're the old-fashioned. They kind of you just clip on. Clip on, yeah. And they're real, uh, you know, I, wrote, I I think I wore them for somebody's wedding. Yeah, they all look like they're all diamonds, you know. But I still have them. That's yeah. funny. It probably cost him a quarter, Yeah. So this is a picture of uh, you in a very nice wedding mm-hmm. a gown. So mm-hmm. that's from your wedding. And a very nice bouquet as well. Uh-huh. Well, you know, Grandpa and I paid for all our wedding. Our parents, my parents helped, but they were already retired. That's how old they were. Oh, yeah. yeah. So this sister, the one you showed me, Sally. Oh, her. Sally. Uh-huh. She yeah, was she was the, the wonderful s- seamstress. So she could make anything. Seamstress. She took after my mom. So what I did, I says, she she was already working and she didn't have time to make. And I was working at night, mm-hmm. so how could she be trying it on? So I says, Sally, what if I buy a dress and just concentrate on the top and the skirt and just buy it plain, as plain as I could, just plain material. So my mom and I went shopping. I found it. I think I paid a hundred dollars. I paid thousands for a wedding dress. Oh yeah! But I just was interested in finding a pretty top. And what she did, she took the skirt off. It was just plain material. It wasn't even pretty at all. No design, nothing. And I, I had found a, a dress, a picture of a dress that I liked. And she copied the skirt. Wow! Yeah, she copied so it. So she completely uh-huh. did all and the alterations re- and transformed yeah, she it. Yeah, re- did. You see, you can see a little bit on that. Into a. Bit. Yeah. And you have the veil, which is nice. And she, uh, I bought the little crown, and she put the veil on. Yeah, it was so thin. They call it illusion. That it was so thin that even though it was in my cedar chest, it dissolved. That's not supposed to happen, but this one did. Oh, really? Yeah, dissolved. And someone arranged the flowers? Did did somebody arrange? (laughs) Uh, We had a a florist do that. A florist. Yeah. I remember Paul Sims. I remember... And uh, they're very different bouquets nowadays, yeah. But, um, yeah, so she made it. Um, so your wedding, um, so... Oh, and I bought a, what they call, um, it's like a mannequin, but they call it a dress form that that ladies that sew dresses wear. They're different sizes. Mm-hmm. I bought, somewhere I bought a dress form, my size. And it's the, the body from here down to here. And at night when she'd sew on the because I was at work at night, 
Mm-hmm. And she'd come home from work, and she'd sew at night. She'd fit it on the dress one, so it fit me perfect. I have the date. June 18th, 1960. Yeah. Yes. A very important date. Mm-hmm. Um, so, your, your brother officiated mm-hmm. the wedding, because he was mm-hmm. a pastor. So, mm-hmm. and uh, your maid of honor, one of your sisters... Was yes, Lupi the one that uh, died this last time? Yeah. Yeah. Because so you, you, you and her were very close. She kind of. Yeah, because um, she never married, so she was at home uh, mm-hmm. a long time before she bought her own home. And she showed you how to like take the buses, right, and get oh, to school. Oh yeah, she took care of me, and we became roommates. Mm-hmm. And so she took me to different places. So we were pretty close. I was closer to her than any other sister. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, Did did Grandpa have a best man? My brother, Louie. Louie, okay. Yeah. And, um... Because he was the one that... That not really led him to the Lord, but walked down and was Billy Billy Graham Crusade. We were way up on top. And, um... So uh, I had taken him, and and I think Louie tagged along while he was along... But anyway, at the altar call, um, Grandpa decided to go down. Okay. But I was wearing high heels. And I, it was a long, and I wasn't <laughs> used to high heels. So Louis says, well, I'll go down with him. And so Louis went down with him. And that's where he accepted the Lord. Wow. Yeah, so that's why he became at a very Billy close. Graham very close. Crusade. Uh-huh. Yeah. The second time here, because I went to his very first one when I was 10. And that's okay. when I went forward. And uh, and the second one, well, I took him. I took him, and even though he was attending a Christian church, he was Methodist church, and his grandparents, he had never really accepted the Lord. I don't think he really knew him or knew very much about him, even though he did a lot of things at church. I don't yeah. think he really... Uh, and you, you told me you don't have many wedding photos, because... The photographer never gave them to you or something. My sister, Lupi, the one we were talking about, the one that was maid of honor, she had a friend. They were very close, and and she used to come up. She was an artist, terrific artist. And she also was a photographer. So we were out of money. And I told Grandpa, let's ask Helen, because uh, she won't charge us a lot and this and that. So we asked her, oh, sure, you know, come. And, um, and, uh, she was late anyway to the. She, I wanted some during the ceremony. Well, she was there oh, in time. She missed the ceremony. And I figured, well, okay. She took pictures afterwards, you know, and, um, and from the um, this re- reception, and she took everybody back on the altar and had us all stand and all that. And um, I had him a week, and uh, and she says um, she had him. No, she took him because she had to have him um, uh, developed. Mm-hmm. And she brought him back, and I thought they were going to be regular pictures. And they were, she said, I put them in slides, so do you just choose what you want? I said, okay. You know, and the only one she printed was this one. You need like a projector or something? Well, that was the days of projectors. <laughs> yeah. Grandpa had slides when galore. you do a slideshow, And yeah. like for, for Thanksgiving, we used to get together. He used to bring his like, and we used to have them on the arches or small. <laughs> you used my wall as a screen, and it was fun. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, all those, uh, I don't know what happened to his projector. But she hit it. But I, I did print this one. And this is it. You're like, print all of them. Yeah, and <laughs> then she says, you, and then uh, a few weeks later, she says, you know what, my mom and dad are leaving for Texas. They didn't make it for your wedding. Uh, can I borrow the slides and want to see your wedding? I said, okay. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> and you never got them back. <laughs> and she said, well, can I take that one too? I says, no, I, I, I want to keep that. I want to get a frame for it. Yeah. You know, I just, so I never got them back. She died, I think, tweeted her. She was in her 90s. Wow. Never, never got them back. Got and we slides. saw her, I don't know how many times in Helen. You know, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm multi-lumbian. <laughs> but. Oh, man. Great grandpa took snapshots with his little camera. Those I have. Yeah. But it's not the same. At least for some. But, but that's at least I can remember. Look at them. They're they're nice little photographs, but they're tiny little things. And uh, and this, uh, you know, wish you had done a lot yeah. higher. But. but we have a lot of grandpa from that age anyway. So mm-hmm. his mm-hmm. early twenties and yeah. teen years. Yeah. Wow. Uh, so the wedding um, was their cake. At the wedding, important question. No, this sister, Sally, made my cake. She made. Oh the no, cake? no 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 oh, no! It was another sister, Ruby. Ruby. She was, she was the artist. Okay. She painted. And a baker. And a baker, and she was. Um, uh, and she used to make cakes all the time, and. Uh, so I asked her, and and I asked her, I I didn't want her to. You know, being a lot of what she said, I'll make it. She's always doing it. So she says, I'll make it. This one. That one, okay. And so she did. And she did a beautiful job. Yeah. Yeah, she did that. Hmm. And, um. Did you have uh, a band? Live band or music? No, in those days it was a reception and that was it. The ones okay. that went not was a wedding company and parents. But, I mean, was there, like, dancing at the reception? Oh, no, we didn't have the money. Oh, really? That's a Mexican custom. Yeah, but we didn't. Grandpa and I paid for everything. The custom is no dancing? No. uh, No, the Mexicans are accustomed to have the band. And, uh, oh, it's a big thing. Like the quinceanera, same thing. They put on a big thing. But we didn't have the money. Oh. My parents are retired. Yeah. As it is, my mom paid for most of the reception. You know, and um, and my sister's the one that took over in the reception hall, and so there was, uh, and then my brother married us, so yeah, the well. singer was a friend of ours, and, and so you I never mean, got your to, your dance. <laughs> cut corners, and how we had the money to buy a home, we never rented. Yeah, we bought a house. Don't ask me how. But I would think someone in the family would have a guitar and sing. No, <laughs> what what we did, if you didn't have the money for is uh you would rent a, a space in a restaurant, but it was just for your wedding company. Okay. And yeah. your parents, and that's what we did. We had um uh like part of a hall rent just for our yeah. our bridesmaids and ushers and our parents. That was when it. you went to Lindsay's wedding, did you think weddings have changed? <laughs> Quite a bit. Yes, a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and that's why I think we had the money for a down. Because um, 
I was the only one working full time. I started working right out of high school. I didn't go to college. I started immediately after, and I only worked two years. And Grandpa was still part time college and part time working. In yeah, fact, so I started paying for some of his college. And where did you work? The Board of Education. Board of Education. Payroll. Payroll. I paid all the teachers. Yeah. <laughs> it just dawned on me the other day. Hey, all the pay cards are come across my desk, and never dawned on me that. Every teacher, custodians, everything that worked for the Board of Education system came through my desk. Yeah, you And paid then them I would all. take it to where they would print them. <laughs> sometimes I would stuff the checks or watch them being printed on a big IBM machine. Sometimes they, they would allow me to do the computometers and the 10 key. And I was supposed to be a clerk typist. I don't think, I'm, I can count the times I typed, but they would trust me to do all this. Wow. Yeah, and I was just out of high school. And all the payroll would come through me. Every teacher, every custodian, every bus driver, everything that LA City School System How did you get that job? Huh? How did you get that job? You just... From the school, I was a senior, and they came around, and they were testing people. You had to take a test to work for the city. And um, I said, I'll take it. So I did, and I barely passed, but I did it. (laughs) And so when I went for an interview... They only had openings at night. I said, I'll take it. So I started working at night. Now, I didn't drive, but Grandpa and I were already engaged. So I would take the bus during the day. It would take me three buses to get there, but he would pick me up. So that means he was in school, and he was working, and he was in, in um, the, um, uh, oh, the Army, Army uh, reserves. reserves, and he would stay up. I would get off at midnight. He'd pick me up downtown, take me home. So he would get home like get to bed like two in the morning. Then he had to be up early for school, and work after that. And uh, so it was rough. But we did for two years. Well, that's love. Yes. Right there. Mm-hmm. Never complained, yeah. or else he would have had his ring back. No, but <laughs> um, but yeah, that's how we did it. Finally, when we did get married, I did go and have myself transferred. So I only worked for a while after yeah. we got married and it was during the day but it was hard because of the sleeping pattern yeah he would take me to work because I didn't drive and we didn't have the second car anyway did you like working there working at daytime well just just at the department of education just at that place uh, I didn't like working at all <laughs> I wanted yeah. to stay home I was a homebody and that's how we were taught we were always home we never went throughout the whole neighborhood we weren't that type of family and that's why I think I brought mine up that way. Yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, so Grandpa would drop me off at work in the morning, and I'd be half asleep because I used to sleeping late and going to bed late, and just changing was tough for me. So, but I got used to it. So, um, so I worked during during the daytime for a while, mm-hmm. but I hated it. I was always always after Grandpa. When can I quit? We can't afford it. We have a house payment. We can't <laughs> afford it. But, oh, I just begged. I hated working. Yeah. It, it was a whole yeah. life. You know, as a homebody and, and yeah. you through the house. And, and then after you got married, um, how long before the first kid? I, let's see. She was born a little like after that. a year. I think 
12, 13 Liz months. Liz was born okay. July 16th, 1961. And we were born June. And you got married uh, June 18th. So it was like 13 months yeah, after. Yeah, 13 months after. So. so I thought, oh, bingo, I get to quit work. <laughs> yeah. so you had your worked, hands full with... Yeah, I worked for a while, and um, I wasn't even showing where... Finally, talk grand friend to... I need to quit. I don't like working. So we couldn't afford it. He was making 300 a month. And we're yeah, paying for a house. At, uh, was it U.S. Bank then? Yeah, uh, Union Bank. Oh, Union Bank, mm-hmm. right, yeah. And, uh, but that's, uh, back then, you know, and I was making oh, more Oh, because he than, was also doing school and work. Uh, well, so he wasn't doing full-time. Well, by the time we got married, uh, he had to stop. That's why he only went three years. Yeah. And then, um... Oh, we were already engaged, and we were trying to save, and I had started working, and but he stopped school, and I says, and then he found out that UCLA extension courses were across the street from his the bank, so I says, Jim, why don't you take advantage of it? Go after your work. He started it, but he worked late every single night since he started that bank. He worked late every night. He had to quit classes. He couldn't make them. Yeah. Across the street. And so uh, that's why he never went back. Yeah. And he hated to quit because he loved school. He should get like an honorary degree because he went to like enough years of college. Oh, yeah. Yes, he did. Yeah. And, LA and City. So, he did Pepperdine. Uh-huh. He did another one. LA State. <laughs> it all adds up yeah. to, <laughs> to over four years. Yeah, wow. and so uh, it was rough, and so, um, but I, I, he was made. He started at three hundred a month, and I was making more than he. Yeah, I was. But I was you must have, you know, fifteen or something like that. But did you admire his work ethic? Oh, he's always been a hard worked. worker. Yeah, and um, I would say a perfectionist. Yeah, he was driven mm-hmm. and. and Ambitious. And he likes to try all sorts of things. He's not after just one thing. He is interested in everything. Yeah. yeah. And that's why he was able to have so many jobs, I think. They were all different. Yeah. All different. And so... Um, and he's never he, not had a job. He always... Always had a lined job. Lined up the next one. Yeah. But every time he changed a job, it was because another kid was coming and he needed more money. So he never had trouble finding another job, though. Yeah. Yeah. So... Um, it was good. But there with the bank, they send him to different banks. They wanted him to learn every phase of the banking system. So he would go to a yeah. visit of banks all over the place. And then but he could then, do anything, any mm-hmm. department. Yeah. But then he had to quit because they weren't paying enough. Then he went to insurance and, oh, he's been to all sorts of stuff. He worked for a studio, you know, and... Uh, um, a composer, you know, Ralph Carmichael, you know Ralph Carmichael, you work for him. Yeah. Yeah, so, um... Um, so, so you guys get married, mm-hmm. and then you, you moved to, was it South San Gabriel? Yes, the house we bought. That was the first mm-hmm. place you lived. And, uh, I don't know where I got this information, but I wrote, two bedrooms and hardwood floors. Hardwood <laughs> floors. It was an old house. It was a move-on. But when they move a house from one place to another, everything has to be new. Floors, the wiring, the the plumbing, all has to be brand new. And it was a big piece of land. 
and I'm just sorry he didn't have the money to landscape everything. We lands he landscaped half of it. It was a big piece, and he did a great job. But um, I, I think we were only there two years, and we moved. So it was a new house. I knew it. We were the first ones You're there. The first ones there. Uh huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it was a very cute cottage, and it sold fast. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know that area too well, but yeah, San Gabriel Valley. South San Gabriel. South San mm-hmm. Gabriel. And then after that, um, was Valinda. Valinda. Lived in Valinda. And, um, which I, it says cottage, two-story cottage, and you had the first two kids there. Um. Is that what the, this is the Valinda house? This picture. No, I had the first two kids, uh, in South San Gabriel. Oh, it's South San. Oh, okay. Matt was born in this one. In Valinda. He was born there. Okay. Yeah. And when we moved from there, I was already expecting William. In fact, when we moved, we weren't even unpacked. And I I went to a hospital to have him. Yeah. Wow. I said, okay, wow. Yeah, so right after you moved, you you had... We weren't even completely unpacked. Number four. (laughs) Yeah. And, um... You said that was that that was two stories, so that's that's a lot of stairs. So, yeah, it, I always wanted a two story home, and I was so happy when I got that. But once you have to clean one, you change your mind. <laughs> yeah. Because I couldn't trust the kids downstairs while I cleaned upstairs. I had to take them all up and put a gate. So it was two stories, which is a lot, but it had big backyard, big oh yeah, front yard around landscape. It, it belonged to a landscaper. Yeah. And all grass, trees, and um, uh, really nice, really nice kept home. And then El Monte was the the house after that? That was our, our third house. Our third house. Yeah, and... What um, was that house? Like, was it back to one story? It was an old one. But old. a lot of land. Mm-hmm. A lot of land. Um, that was... Three bedrooms and one bath, and it was old, but it was uh, it was big. So and it was the kind as of as the house family that, grows, either you yeah. get more bedrooms and more. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> but only one bathroom, and it was so old it didn't have a shower. Oh, just a tub. Just a tub. And that was hard because you know Grandpa showers every morning to fill the tub and, and and all the kids, but it was the kind where you still have your porch, screened in porch. And you have your washer dryer in there. You have the the um, uh, ironing board that comes out of the wall. That type of house. <laughs> so you could iron in there and then put it up and close the door. And so it was a big surface porch, they called it. And it had a closet. Yeah. But uh, um, that's when I bought my first dryer. Uh, you know, okay. I was still hanging clothes up at that time. Yeah. But with each kid, we get a return from income tax. So one of them, I would buy a refrigerator, the other a stove. Well, Andrew was born. William was born. No, wait a minute. Wait, you had a refrigerator before. You bought a new refrigerator. <laughs> well, I was there, yeah. And um, uh, I bought a refrigerator with William. And then Andrew was born. I got a dryer. A dryer. Oh, that was, I was in heaven with that. Because he was still in diapers. Did you have the washing machine? All right. I had the washer. <laughs> And so I got, uh, they had the big tubs, the sinks, 
So they had to remove that to put my dryer in. I said, that's all right. Put it right in. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You were still in diapers at that time. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, so I really enjoyed my... And then a dishwasher. And uh, no, no dishwasher. (laughs) No dishwasher then. Not yet. This was my first dishwasher here. What about a vacuum? Do you have a vacuum? I had a vacuum. (laughs) And uh, in those days, you always took your stove with you. Yeah. And I get to this house and, you know, everything's built in. So I had just bought this beautiful stove. I had to give it away. I gave it away to Grandpa's cousin who was very poor, very mm-hmm. poor, and she loved it. And I, but I paid a lot of money for it. Was that the woman who had like seven kids? Yeah, seven. Nine. Nine? Yeah. I took care of seven of her kids. And mine, five, I had 12 kids for, for like, a week. Uh, yeah, for like a few weeks. For, for a for week. For a week. Yeah. Because she, I think her husband was like in jail and she had to go. Well, she he had crossed the border with his two older girls because he was from Mexico. And he crossed the border for some reason. He was down in TJ showing them around. She came to visit me. I met her for the first time. So dad, grandpa drove all the way to the valley. She lived in, uh, here in Woodland Hill somewhere. Drove all the way from El Monte. Picked her up with seven kids. Of course, you didn't need seat belts back then. <laughs> so we get there, and I cook dinner and all that, and and brings her home. He calls me. She got sick. I had to take her to the hospital, to emergency. Oh, yeah, she got sick. Oh, I says, oh, that's too bad. Okay. He says, well, what shall I do? I says, well, come home. He says, but I've got seven kids. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, what can you do? Bring him home. And so I had all five of mine. She had twin babies. Ooh, <laughs> and diapers and bottles. I had Andrew in diapers and bottles. William was still in diapers. That's 12 kids. Wow. <laughs> but she was so poor, she didn't have diapers. They came with little rags on, no, no, no rubber pants. Remember the rubber pants? And they were waiting all over my floor. And she'd come get the mop, mop it up. Oh, my God. Oh, so long as they don't get my rug. So, of course, when she landed at the hospital, I had to use my diapers. Good thing I had diapers and I had other rubber pants. But, and good thing I had bought that washer and dryer. Because (laughs) I was washing every day, diapers every day. And the rest were all boys. But they were so well-behaved and so well-trained that they really helped me a lot, especially the older one. Because you had to figure out how you are going to feed 12 kids. Well, we had just come from a camping trip. And all our gear was still in the front room. I had a big front room. It was still there. And good thing we left all our gear there because we used all the sleeping bags for the kids. Yeah. Where else could I put them? And uh, that's what they used. They would <laughs> sleep in my front room. It was all carpeted until we put all the sleeping bags. And um, so it, it really came in handy. But they were really helpful. But they were so poor. Even the boys who came without any shoes. And didn't one of the the kids have food stamps? Yes. Well, what happened is that uh, we had come from camping. We were out of money. Grump had gone back to work. But he hadn't gotten his next paycheck. And um, I was cooking whatever I could find. 
And, and of course, I needed a cow by then for yeah. the bottles and all the, they all drank milk. And so come Friday, I think it was the end of the week, I ran out of food. And there was one that would love to come in because I had all the latest. And, and they were so poor, you know, that he loved to cook. What are we going to cook today, Auntie Mercy? I says, well, you know, I decided we better wait for Auntie Jen, Uncle Jen. I, it was right. I didn't know what to tell him. I ran out of More food for dinner, and um, and so I waited, and um, and they didn't know, you know. And finally, the older one uh, was very mature for his age, and finally, I I said, you know, Beto, I. The thing is, I don't have any food. We have to wait for Uncle Jim, because so he can stop by and get some. Food. Oh, that's all right. And um, I, and I had one bathroom, oh, no wow. shower. Can you imagine? Twelve kids and two adults <laughs> with one bathroom. And um, I'm coming out of the bathroom. I'm walking down the hallway, and I look up, and I had this cupboard that. I would use it as a catch-all, you know, just dark. And something told me, open it. And when I opened it, and there sits this purse. It's not my purse. I took it out and I said, Beto, is this, do you recognize this? That's my mom's purse. Look, let's look inside and see if we can find any money. It was loaded with food stamps. There were, there were food stamps. Yeah. I says, I don't know how to use these. I do. And your dad always had a wagon or a trike or something. He's the one with all the toys. Yeah. <laughs> I gave him your dad's wagon, and there was a market at the end of the block. He went, and he knew what to buy. He loaded up with what he could and brought it back on the wagon. And that saved the day. <laughs> that saved the day until Grandpa got home. Wow. Yeah, by that, by that next... Um, then uh, great-grandpa and great-grandma had found out. I didn't want to tell them because this, their mother was niece to great-grandpa Garcia. Yeah. And I knew they didn't get along. Mm. So we never let them know that I had all the kids. Finally, they came over for, for some reason that weekend and he found out. Oh, boy, he flew his stack. I said, that's fine. It was our decision to do it. Don't worry about it. I did fine. I had them all week. They're great helpers. Were very well behaved. Um, so um, yeah, they came <laughs> So the next day was a Sunday. They picked them up. You know, the girls had crossed the border back in the border, and the father they came and picked them up. And the mother had came out came out of the hospital. She was fine, but they were so well behaved and so well trained, just poor as they were. Yeah. I think Alfred's brothers were Henry and Victor. I think so, yeah. So one of them was her father. Uh, she, he also had a, a sister. Oh, oh. And I think it was yeah. her daughter that um, that uh, okay. was yeah. Vicky. Uh, and uh, she had married this guy from Mexico and only crossed the border when he wanted something and then go back and <laughs> would get her pregnant and nine kids later. Wow. I think we finally talked her into getting her tooth egg. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's amazing though. Took care yeah. of twelve kids for over a week. I don't. If they hadn't been so well behaved and so well trained, I wouldn't have done it. Yeah. 
but um, um, yeah, there was um, that made it easier. And they helped me with the little baby girls, the twins. Yeah. 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 So, speaking of kids, your first kid. Elizabeth Ann Garcia, mm-hmm. born July 16th, 1961. Um, so, Grandpa told me that at the time, he couldn't be in the delivery room. Like, it like wasn't the, the, the fathers weren't traditionally. They stayed in the waiting room the whole time until you were in bed, then they came to see you in bed. That's silly. <laughs> so, you're there with just a doctor or a nurse? Or? A nurse. And midwife none. or did you uh, have anyone a sister or oh at the hospital anyone that you knew no it was yeah. at the hospital just nurses just the nurses were allowed yeah and um and that's it and they come and check you and, and was it the same doctor delivered all, all five no i had for the first two i had the doctor that was my doctor when, when i was a kid it was a family doctor then i found out he had a son that had become a junior, he became a doctor. So I, when I got pregnant with Matthew, I switched to the son. And so. uh, he was nice and very different from his old dad. He still did it the old way and all that. <laughs> you know, the father was terrific doctor. That's why we kept him. And but then I went to his son, and he delivered the last three. Yeah. But they were all born in the hospital. Yeah. Wow. So um. Was there any, I mean, were there like epidurals or any sort of painkiller or anything for the pain to, to uh, help? You know, not I mean, you didn't, it, it these get, weren't C-sections, you know. So. They don't, I had them all natural, but they try and delay it because it slows the baby down. See, it yeah. numbs you, so it affects the baby too. So they wait till you're almost completely dilated and you're in such full pain. And then they shoot you, and you're fine. You know, but um, so do you remember? You're you're pregnant with Liz. You're ready to pop, and you know, like when it happened. Did you? Did Grandpa give you a ride? Did you have to call an ambulance? Like, how did you get? Did you, you know, drive I, yourself? I was always um, <laughs> able to tell when it was close, and uh, by the pain, and then. And, and so you get there and it's still labor. You know, they check you and you have to dilate a certain amount of, of, of um, what is it called? Meet, not meters. Centimeters? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think it's 10. Yeah. Well, they but, come in and they check you and you feel like screaming. Oh, you're only two. Oh. <laughs> yeah. But, um, Cause you, you know, I never labored, uh, I don't think I ever labored more than four hours. Even with oh, my well, first good. one. So, because you're, you're in, huh? you're, oh, you're in San Gabriel. Like, how did you, how did you get to the hospital? You know, I'm trying to get an idea of what it was like. Like, you you're at home, probably. I can't remember. Um, I you probably had to call always, Grandpa saying, "I'm I'm going to the hospital. I think it's time." Except except for when uh, I think I was I was at my mother's and my niece had to take me. I'm yeah, you're like it's time. But the others, you can pretty well time it, and it's when it's getting close to your nine months, you know, you know, it has yeah. got to be, and the pains are so severe. You get pains during your pregnancy, but these are so severe. And, but how um, did you get there? Because you weren't, I think it, it you weren't driving be, that much during those... I wasn't driving at all. You weren't driving, so... I didn't drive until I moved here. 
But uh, Grandpa Did took me for Elizabeth. Okay. Your dad came so fast. I was visiting my mom. And I says, you know what? I'm just beginning. She says, you better go. But it's not it's just so slight. She says, okay, but I still feel you better go. <laughs> Your mom has experience in yes. this department. Yes, after. <laughs> and it kept up. And uh, Grandpa hadn't picked me up from work. I was visiting my mom. And so she says, you got to go. You don't want to have him in the so car. So my sister happened to be there. My sister, the nine-year-old, is still alive. She took me. Francis. And they checked me in. <gasps> He's coming! I hardly went into labor. It was so... And I said, well, how come I don't feel this? She says, you're, you're relaxed. See, once, once I know what the pain it feels like and that it's coming, I know what to expect. With Liz, yeah. it was my first time. I'm waiting, and anyway, but with, with your dad, it was. I knew what was going to happen, and I felt so guilty because next to me, across the room, there was a girl, and she was in pain, screaming and rolling all over the bed. And so with my thought, dad, oh, that was like no, no, no epidural, no painkillers. No. No. In fact, and then she looks over and, and it just. Well, how come you're not? I said, I don't know. It just doesn't hurt me that much, so. They'd come in and... I wonder if you me. sort of, like, inherited that from your mom genetically. Like, some people I are just built for it. She never complained you know, about anything. White hips or, you know. <laughs> and, and finally, they came in and checked me and said, Oh, it's going to happen any time. You know, you're almost there. And sure enough, towards the end when he was ready to come out, then it got really bad because they're breaking through and you're widening. And then they gave me a shot to kind of help me. And they took me, but he was born in no time. Wow. Yeah. So that's Stephen James Garcia, born April 23rd, 1963, mm-hmm. two years later. And then um, what about Matthew Paul? Um, well, I mean, they're, you said they're all easy deliveries. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not that any of them are easy, but... <laughs> yeah, so that... Uh, do you know, if you ask me, I really can't remember. You get home and forget all about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's me, so, yeah, so... Matthew's born December 5th, 1964. William Gregg, November 16th, 1967. Andrew Peter, May 13th, 1968. 69. Oh, 69. Uh-huh. That makes more sense. And um, as far as the middle names, there are names you liked. Uh, your kids' middle names. Middle names? Oh, did you have them? No, no, I do. But um, as far as the meaning, they were named after someone. You just liked. Well, uh, Paul, we wanted, Peter. We were just shooting for not really. A lot of them anybody, were biblical names. Biblical names, yeah. except when it came to William, we hadn't picked any any name because Grandpa wanted one and I wanted another. Finally, I don't know how we arrived at William. And that's not a spiritual <laughs> name. He says, well, we need a, like a middle him. name. And we didn't know. He says, well, we already have one named after him, your dad, Stephen James. James. James yeah. I says, you're not going to name him Gregorio. <laughs> he says, well, let's cut it in half. Greg. <laughs> Greg. William Greg. William Greg, there you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he's the only one that doesn't have a biblical name. Yeah. Yeah, it was funny, but we just weren't prepared. But we had just moved into the house, 
and we had to unpack. So we really hadn't talked about, uh, decided on a name. Yeah. Yeah. Now, um, back in the day, <laughs> did they, <laughs> but back in the day, you, you give birth, but do they then take the kid to like all the other newborns? They keep them and, in the nursery, uh, and they. And you know, it's just only they do what a they do. <laughs> couple of nurses are, are allowed back there, and they're with a mask and everything. But the babies are kept in isolation. Yeah, they don't do that and anymore. They, well, no, at least when they they're in the room with the mother without any clothes. Yeah. But no, these wrapped up up to here, and they bring them. They look like a burrito, you know. And the only thing that shows is their <laughs> little face. But they only bring them to you so you could feed them. I can't help but think, like, what if they mix up the name tag? You know, oh, it's happened. What if you take the wrong baby home. It has happened, yeah. They look the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it has happened. So, um, so did you always want a big family? Five kids? Well, we had Pandam six. Yeah. But then, uh, when uh, we were expecting Andrew... You wanted to be like the Brady Bunch? Yeah. <laughs> Grandpa had to have two jobs. And that was not what we wanted. It was hard. And he had like a, like a, a day job and a night job? Yeah, he was something. working in the office in downtown. Then he'd drive all the way to Almani to work for Sears at night and then come home at night. And we didn't want that. Yeah. So we thought, no, we don't, we don't want that. So we cut it off and we thought, well, maybe we can adopt later on. And we looked into it, and, the, and we spoke to my doctor, and he says, I can get one right off the delivery table for you, newly born. And we thought, we really want another baby. So we decided <clears throat> oh, that's true. a grown Cause... one. But not, he says, if you get a grown one, make sure it's not older than Liz, because that is her privilege to be the oldest. Yeah. So we looked and looked, and we tried a couple of girls, and it didn't work out. Yeah. No. And Liz was raised among all boys. All uncles and dad and grandpa's family, they're all boys. Then she has four brothers. They were she went all boys all the time. So um it <laughs> You thought another girl would, would be nice for her. No, yeah. she had girlfriends to play with but to have a, a sister they wouldn't have worked out. And and then to think about it, I was I didn't have the energy anymore, you know, yeah. to start all over again, yeah. And uh, especially one that's grown already, and what do, what will she bring with her? Yeah, and I wasn't ready for that, so we decided let's make this. Well, I mean, yeah, five is a big is a big number. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> I'm used to big family. It's big, yeah. And we didn't want a quiet home. Yeah, you know that's no fun. And of course, yeah. Uh, but Grandpa really only had one sibling his age. Yes, yeah. but and but he also wanted a big family. Yeah, well, but when we got married, uh, Mike was only like, a like four or five, three or, or four, three yeah. or four. He was in school yet, but uh, but he was very well behaved. So, um, and uh, Dad used to watch him a lot. Grandpa watched him a lot when Grandma would have to work. Yeah. So he got close to Mike. Yeah. And Mark wasn't born till afterwards, when I had Liz. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, so yeah, for all of them, you you made it to the hospital in time. Uh, oh yeah. Nothing like. Uh, in fact, you, you didn't give birth in the car. William, <laughs> I I thought for sure he was being born. I felt all the symptoms. So, I had a a sister that lived close by, and and one of her daughters came over, 
because I thought, oh, for sure it's going to happen tonight. And she slept over nothing. So I went to the doctor. He says, well, you know, from what I see in your records, the last time I checked you, you're pretty close. We'll induce labor. And they did. Yeah. So they induced labor. But he was, you know, only had a few days to go, I guess. He said, well, just yeah. induce him and induce the labor and have him be born. So, I'm amazed you. I mean, you didn't do much for the pain. It sounds like maybe a, a shot no, or two. But that's it. Never. No, I never had anything. Wow. No, but I was very active, and that that helps. And then too, I carried them very. You're low. just a superwoman. You're a. Hey. <laughs> you're a Viking. Yeah, and you know, you either carry your baby way up here. Yeah. Or that mine were always very low. That's why they were born so easy. Yeah. Yeah. So that was kind of. Yeah, kind of a blessing. The baby's born, and then and then at that point, Grandpa can come in and <laughs> see how you're doing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, they would get to see you, and I think we stayed there for another three days. They would keep us, and now you have the baby to send you home right away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so here's a question. You know, as you have the later kids. Do you bring the other kids with you, you know, to the hospital, or do you have someone watch them? I don't ever remember having any of the kids come to the hospital. Yeah, so you just have to quickly... I, um, who, who was, like, your emergency babysitter, your neighbor or something? Uh, I remember um, Grandpa's mother taking care of one, one time. My mother, of course, came to my house and stayed there. And uh, my sister Frances, the oldest one that's alive right now, she did did it one time. So it's the different families. They 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 took over. They either came to my house and stayed, or they took them to their house <clears throat> because they were all very young, and um, so they were they were easy to take off. They weren't mischievous or naughty. Not my kids. <laughs> <laughs> but how was it having four boys? I was used to because I always ask. I asked my mom, like, you know, did you like having two boys? And she's like, yeah, boys are so easy. <laughs> I favor boys. For some reason, they're, uh, it's just different. And then I was born to so close to a lot of brothers. And my yeah. family looks like all Blue the girls were born up on top and brothers. So I was surrounded by boys. So I was used to that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. And they all turned out really, I think... Sensitive and mm-hmm. sweet, and you know, mm-hmm. oh, of course, all that. <laughs> they're all kind hearted. <laughs> yeah, wow, five kids. <clears throat> um, I wrote here, uh, five kids, uh, ten grandkids, six step grandkids, and one great granddaughter. So, <laughs> 16, 17, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, right. mm-hmm. quite a, and you got to have lots of grandkids as well. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm sure but that see, was I fun. don't have to raise them. Exactly. Okay, and just enjoy them, then take them home. And then send them home, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have the fun part. You've done the, the raising job. Yeah. Oh, wow, I've never... I know, I, I took care of up to six. Three girls and three boys. There were different times. Yeah. I remember I had Andrew's, all of Andrew's girls. And uh, then I had you boys and Devin I had since he was, well, he was born here. 
Yeah. Yeah. Three boys. Devin was Devin lived here. Me and Jared lived here. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I think I had the girls after. Yeah. Andrew's girls. Yeah. And then Andrew used to work around here somewhere, and she'd pick them on the pick them up on the way. I home. came back when I was twenty five. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember what. what it was age for four you months. Were. Yeah. <laughs> but no, and then there was a time when I started driving, got my car, and it bought me that car. Um, I would drive to Andrew's house yeah. and watch him there. And it was easier than I'd come home. Then, of course, after they divorced, he was in an apartment. So I'd drive there and watch Kiki. She was in, in yeah. school. Then I'd go pick him up at school. And people and, thought you know, Devin was your kid. so Yeah. They, <laughs> and I was thinking, you know, I see people hiking in there to think that, uh, you know, nothing was here. And those houses weren't there, and I used to put them on his wagon. I used to take them up into the mountains. My gosh, it never dawned on me. You know, there's mountain lions and all that, and it never dawned on me. And here I would pull them in his wagon all over the trails <laughs> and home. <laughs> yeah, but I'd take them in there. Do you like having a lot of grandkids? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and it's it's work, but that's the fun of it. You know, once you get the used to... The parties are fun, you know. Oh, once you get used to family, it's, it's work. It's hard. But, boy, when that's what did it for me, being the last one. Yeah. Everybody gone. and uh, I hope you get something out of it. Oh, <laughs> well, do you have a will? <laughs> yeah. But to me, um, I didn't get a lot of attention being the last one. And I think my mom was tired. She was only 39. And um, so to me, um, I wasn't... Um, seems like my my nieces, like the ones you saw, seems like they all got the attention, and I never did. Yeah. I was the quiet one, and never made any noise. And um, so I enjoyed when family would get to Christmas. I was, oh, that was a bang. And yet, I didn't participate, but I, I, I looked on. And to me, I, it just thrilled me just to see the family having a good time, even though I wouldn't become part of it, because I wasn't that type. Yeah. But um, otherwise, if I hadn't had, had that, I would have been miserable. Yeah. Because it was hard coming to an empty home. I mean, knowing I had all those brothers and sisters and nobody's home. But you must enjoy, like, Thanksgiving, everyone gathers. Oh, and, yeah. And you get to see the fruits of your labor. Yeah, you know, like right. What, Especially what they when they bring the fruit. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> even, it's even nicer now and all that they know how to cook and can help me with the cooking. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, it's even better, but, yeah. And, like, and then they go home. <laughs> 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 no, that's 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 right, like the families. And, and sometimes I even feel for a small family that don't have anybody. Yeah. We've known, I remember just going through church. There was always a few, more than a few, that didn't have a soul, didn't have any place to go. Yeah. I thought, how sad. They either were the only ones, and their parents died, or all their relatives were out of state, and they couldn't do it, and I thought that was the saddest thing. Do yeah. you remember me as a baby? Of course. Was I a good baby? Of course you <laughs> okay. were. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I really can say that I had a, a problem grandchild. Oh, that's good. Yeah. My mom said that I could pretty much entertain myself, you know. <laughs> yeah, you did. And you would entertain us. I was in my own dream. dream yeah, room, when you, know, you, famous, always, so. you always had such an imagination, okay? So when you, your mom moved in with you guys, we'd be watching TV in here, and you'd disappear. 
And I said, Chris, where's Chris? Well, he's in his room. And you'd come up <laughs> dressed in a costume, in a character. And, and the, your imagination, where you just all the things you had in your room, you would create these costumes. <laughs> that was, I thought that was so brilliant. Yeah, you did that. <laughs> it's your creative mind. I remember I used to like narrate stories to you, and you'd write uh, and them I'd write the them story, down, yeah. and then I gave them all to your dad. I, I, gee, I, I don't know why I did that, because I would write, I would write them exactly how you would dictate them to me. <laughs> yeah. And he thought they were the funniest, and he started sharing them with that doctor friend. I forget his name. I met him, and they thought they were the funniest thing, and I never got them back. Yeah. I'm sure he didn't keep them. Yeah, yeah who knows now? <laughs> but see, to know way back there, to, we could already see we're going to be a writer. I always liked writing. Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah. and I told you when I take you for your walks, we had to stop by under your favorite tree. To get the pine cones. No. Oh. It was just like a um, this beautiful tree with like an umbrella. I forget what they call them. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. And yeah, there was a big side. stone underneath, and that was your favorite, favorite place to stop. You sat on the blonde, but I didn't have any place to sit. Oh. <laughs> so you sat on the stone. Okay, girl, what shall we talk about? <laughs> well, can we talk about it at home? <laughs> but you would, that was your time to create. And I'm still talking your off today. And you're still oh, talking. Strange. But that was your favorite place to stop, and then we... And then the but the bus would drop me at the corner, and I would always get a pine cone, and that bring it to your house and put it in your you, you know I don't your remember front. that, but I you know none of that was there. Like I remember it was all a dirt road, and yeah, uh, uh, yeah and I take you to the um, bus stop, and uh, and I don't know if you remember that's where you met uh, this black lady would be there with a girl, and maybe she was in your grade. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I vaguely remember that. She's part black. Yeah. Her husband, her husband, her father, I think, is German, so she was not as dark as her mom. Her mom is really black. But she'd be waiting there, and I never really got acquainted with her. Just, hi, how are you? And and, and it was at noon. You know, you'd grab the bus at noon. And years later, I think you're already out of college. I'm walking, and I run into her, and she recognized me. And... It's just mercy. I said, yeah. And I said, oh my God. From the bus stop. <laughs> I even pronounced her name wrong. So was she there with her daughter or granddaughter? No, she was by herself. I mean, uh, back. Oh, that was back, her daughter. That was her daughter. Okay, uh-huh. yeah. But she went to college and she became a teacher and all that. But I remember it was very close to when you were in college and all that. So you probably were pretty much in the same grade or close. Yeah, probably. Yeah, and that's where um yeah, we started talking, we kept walking and um and uh and uh I said, I didn't think that you were still be here in the Bridge Canyon. She says, Yeah, I'm still here. I said, Well how you doing? That's what she told me she was very lonely. I said Because she just had the one kid that grew up. Her kids were gone. But she was black and the neighborhood wouldn't put, put I said, You're kidding. You're in Liberty Canyon? She says, yeah, somebody wrote nigger all over my car the other day, so I had to oh call the police. Jeez. She says, and she says, not like back in the South. You know, you don't have fences. And I remember that visiting Matt. No fences. 
You can look all the way down. It starts to have big, beautiful. Everything's grass and green trees all over the place. Says I'm used to that. And moving, I move here to California. The fences come up immediately. Says yeah, I hear you. Yeah, you and, saw that in this very neighborhood. Oh <laughs> yeah. And, you know, <laughs> so after my kid disappeared, then I put the fence up. Yeah. But uh, so I said, not yeah. to keep people out, to keep them in. <laughs> to keep yeah. the kids in. <laughs> so I said, well. Do you think you can come to my house for coffee? I'd love to have you over coffee. Oh, sure. So that's when I started inviting her, and I invited some of the ladies that I know around here, and they're still coming. Yeah. <laughs> I don't do it as often anymore because I was very involved in church too and all that. So, but every okay. couple of months, I or have so, a question about that. Yeah. So back when you went to ABF, it was Agora Baptist Fellowship. It was First Baptist Church of Agura. Oh, okay. Then they changed the name, and um, I think they changed it two times. I can't remember the second one. Then it became... Um, Agora Bible Fellowship. Agora Bible, Bible Fellowship. I think they took the First Baptist out of there. It was just Agora Baptist Church. Yeah. And then they took took it out and became... became uh, um, yeah, and that's where you and Grandpa and all the kids mm-hmm. pretty much... Like oh, yeah. Church. And it wasn't there... When we moved here, um, it wasn't and there. We saw it in the paper. Um, First Baptist Church of Agora, and we thought, okay, well, let's look, go looking for it. So one day, Grandpa gets home from church. We start driving around. We can't find any church here in Agora. There's nothing. No churches. Nothing. <laughs> it is pretty hidden there. And we thought, well, what, what are we gonna do? And they gave the address, and we went there. This is not. Church, it's a wrong address. It's a park. It was an old park. All I had was swings, a baseball field, and a tiny little building. That was a girl park. Now they have the old people's house there, so a rest home. And so we thought, well, you know what we should do is come on a Sunday and look for it. And we'll look for a lot of cars. You know, yeah. so we did that. We went all over, couldn't find it. We passed the park. All the cars were there. They were using the park building, and we drove up, we saw the sign, and by then the service had started, because we were late looking for the church. We said, oh, there's it, this is it, let's go in. So, <laughs> we we walk in, seven people, the whole service stops. They hadn't had people visiting for a long time. <laughs> they didn't have any seats for us. Oh, wow. The pastor, Pastor Gay. <laughs> Stopped the service and got one of the deacons. Bring some chairs from the back row. And they had brought <laughs> Bring a pew. benches. <laughs> yeah. They had benches, no backs. No. We set up benches that were this low because it was a park building. And uh, and it was, oh, from then on we thought, <laughs> like oh, the, the pastor gay, he had the right name. He was like over six feet tall. Raspy yeah. voice. Chunky thing, you know. And his wife was like four feet, you know. And... Um, but nice guy. Nicest guy in the in the people. Oh, wonderful, and uh, and of course our kids were used to a big church. Oh yeah, it was huge with with a, a Sunday school and camp and a one. It wasn't a one. It was called Boys Brigade and and I, I forget what they call the girls. And we get here and it's a park building and um. They oh they they really liked it so we started going there in Sunday school it's out on the bleachers out under a tree somebody holds a 
trigger and that was Sunday school. There <laughs> weren't any school. rooms. A one room oh, and that's no. where it was first our service. And I think the adults made inside. We started going and um the kids, this is our church. This is it, Mom. They were so sold on it on the people. Sunday nights they wouldn't meet for coffee. They called yeah. it uh co- sippin' sippin's so it wasn't always there near Agora High School on that road? Oh, no. We were in, at the park like two oh, years. I never knew that. And wow. um, Grandpa started teaching, and he would teach all in the, in the bleachers. I started teaching in the ballroom. They had a little, with all the balling equipment. I think my closet's bigger. I would sit on the, on the ground, on the floor, and I would have to sit on the floor, too, and all the balls. I didn't have any room, and there... Try and sit kindergartners for a whole hour. Uh, yeah. And I couldn't get up, you know, because sitting on the floor, my legs were, oh, but that's how we taught. And on outside under a tree, wherever. And um, and if it rained, you know, people would haul their trailers, and we used the little trailers. And um, finally, these people, I think there were 70 and all, maybe less, they found this this church that was going down a Methodist church wasn't even being used they were trying to sell it get rid of it Agora Bible Fellowship it was one little building and they went at three and a half acres and they committed themselves these people committed themselves to buy it I mean that was what money and they got three and a half acres for seventy thousand dollars Wow. And we bought it. It was this little, tiny little building, but it had bathrooms. The first section was a main sanctuary, and the back was a, a little kitchen, and it had bath, two bathrooms outside. That was it, Agora, uh, first Agora, first Baptist <laughs> first Church of Agora. For Sunday school, they divided the bag. You know those, uh, the voting booths, they have those, those oh, dividers. Yeah. We would divide that little kitchen in four sections. So you'd be teaching and kids are crawling underneath and <laughs> oh my gosh, but hey, we did it. Wow. We did and those people just went on faith and bought that property. All that property. You, see, you guys were there from the beginning. When from they got, the beginning. When they got it. And we saw it grow from this. And um, people started bringing their, for winter, what are we gonna do? So, uh, uh, yeah, no heat. they started bringing their <laughs> camper trucks and using those. And um, finally, we were there for a while. Then we get this new pastor, Pastor Hastings. And uh, he says, he took the leap we were going to build. By then, the congregation was growing. And one <laughs> of the, uh, uh, the, the, what do you call it, the construction workers on had his own company. Yeah, contractors. Yeah, contractor. He um, he built a second building, but we were still in the first one. And it was just a little bigger with bathrooms and one classroom in the back. <laughs> but uh, but it was a lot bigger. Yeah. Well, and um, If you build it, they that. will come. <laughs> uh, yeah. But we could use it for banquets or whatever. But we kept the small building, and that turned into offices like for the pastor 
and the secretary, and we still get had the back as a little kitchen and some classes, you know, and and um, so we just held outside whenever we could, you know. And that pastor had the dream, just be a builder church, and he did. That's what they have right now. Wow. Yeah, but he was a, cool. a, a dreamer and a go-getter, and yeah. So we built that one and. The same builder that built that bill put that up together. I think he passed away already. So, uh, but this one had a baptistry and it had a, you know, what well, you've been there, and it had classrooms yeah, in nice. the back, and we used the old one as as Sunday school rooms. Yeah. And so, Agor High School was there, but your kids went to Calabasas because I was just closer. Because Oak Park didn't have a school. So they had to use a girl oh, high school. Yeah, so. so when my kids were of age, it was too full. They didn't fit. Yeah. Because we had other outsiders using our school. <laughs> so they had to go to Calabasas, which was, and they had, that's why they were taking the bus, and they all graduated, except for William and Andrew. Some of our members started working for the Christian school here off the freeway. Oh, yeah, Going yeah, north, up on, you, up on the hill. It was um, a nursery or something or other. Well, a Christians bought it, and a lot of our members, I remember one of the principal was one of our members, and the secretary and a lot of the teachers were from Agora. Yeah. And so um, I don't know why... I don't know why William and Andrew. So they went to elementary school there, or, in, or they were in. They were in high school already. Of course, I didn't have the money to, to send them to a private school. Yeah. William was, um, his last year, and Andrew was. Uh, he had two more years. Um. They were the, the Christians had already taken over from our church, and it was graduation time. And the Judy, this girl, comes. She says, "Mercy, we don't have any um, entertainment for the banquet, the graduating banquet. And can the boys sing?" I says, "I don't know, Judy. You know, your dad was already married outside of the house, um, and and Matt." Matt is in here. I don't know where he was. I said, but just William and Andrew are here. And uh, and so I said, I, I have to ask, but don't count on it. He said, we don't have anything at all. And graduation, I think, it was just a few days away. And they were going to have a banquet. It was a small school. Yeah. But yet, a banquet with the roses and all that. At the last minute, Grandpa gets your dad, talks your dad into coming, joining William and Andrew. And they sang for the banquet. Because they were used to singing in church, and that's how Judy remembered, you know, well, the Garcias, they're, they're used yeah. to singing in church, we'll get them. <laughs> and like they the bring Perkins their own family. instruments. Yeah. <laughs> William played the piano and all this, and from, he played by ear. And so they sang. It's the Mexican so, Partridge family. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Judy approaches me and she says, hey, I forget the, past, the principal thing. He wants to know why your kids aren't in that school. Ha, 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 I said, Judy. 
He wants to know, did you tell him I have five kids? I'm a stay-at-home mom? Yeah. He says, yeah? He wants you to call him. I says, oh, sure. Yeah, right. I didn't call him. He says, yeah, like he's going to try and talk me to put my kids. How am I going to pay? That's yeah. monthly payments for two kids. And you're in Andrew needed two years, your dad a year. Well, dad days passed and he called me. Um, and um, he says, well, I, I'd like to meet with you and your husband. And, and, um, and I told him, you know, we just, I explained our situation. He said, I still would like to meet with you. So we walked over, you know, we went over and really nice guy. He says, well, he says, uh, somebody has offered William is only one year. It's been paid for. Oh, I, wow. <laughs> really? She said, for Andrew, if they both clean the school, and it was a small place, if they both clean the school after school, half of his tuition will be paid. So we will only pay half for Andrew, and that was it. Yeah. And so how could we pass up a deal like that? So they attended, and they could walk. At that time, I didn't drive. I didn't have a car. There's no bus. So they were able to walk. There's no freeway, nothing. They would, they would just, the dirt roads up, and they would climb the hill and go to school. Well, I've never heard that story before. They got to go to school. Okay. William graduates, and they hold the ceremonies at a girl high school because they're not a, a big class. Yeah. The most beautiful graduation service I've seen because now they're becoming circuses. And because they're limited in amount of, in, in what they, they were escorted in by the 11th graders. Mm-hmm. They escorted in the 12th graders who were graduating. And uh, each one gave a speech. And um, it was, it oh, was wow. oh, I was so impressed. And, uh, and I thought, oh my gosh. That's the difference between public and private. <laughs> exactly. And so he graduated and then... Um, summer comes, we find out they're having to close the school. I says, what? I told Andrew. He says, I'm not going back. I'm not going back to Calabasas. I says, Andrew, we can't afford a school. And where am I going to put you? I don't have a car. Where am I going to send you? I'm not going back, Mom. I'm just going to quit school. And he decided he was not going to go back to school. He says, well, we'll see. That school tried over and over to try and open it up again, and they told us, don't look for school yet. We have hopes of opening it up again. I, I, I never remember what the reason was for their closing. Yeah, well. But I, I said, well, I can't wait too long because all the kids had found places somewhere else, and they all went to Christian schools, and the places were getting used up. And so finally, they waited so long, uh, and they finally had to tell us we can't reopen. Well, I'm going all over the place looking for a place for Andrew. He has one more year to go. And they were all failed. Come to find out, Hillcrest Christian School had two places open. How many kids are looking for that? No, they had one place. Two kids are looking for it. Andrew (laughs) and another kid. And we went to apply anyway. Not knowing how am I going to get him there, I didn't even think. But he, I needed to get. He refused to go to public school, so we called and the principal wanted to interview Grandpa and I. So we went, and they wanted to know how what you do in church. They want to know everything about you, your faith, what you believe in, and all that. Well, he got in. They chose Andrew. Wow. I says, well, 
Now, how are you going to get there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where is that Hillcrest? Hillcrest? It's Thousand Oaks and Hillcrest. In Thousand Oaks. Oh, yeah, that's this far. Yeah, yeah, that's not. <laughs> and so I said to Andrew, how am I going to. She said, what? It just so happens that one of his friends was also attending a growth Bible fellowship. I started driving. And he lived here in Calabasas. <laughs> he would get off. No, he would. Andrew would walk to the, the, the freeway entrance there. And he would drive off, get off the off ramp, pick him up, and continue, and then <laughs> bring him home. And oh my gosh. I, wow. The Lord had a hand in that because I. And uh, the last time we were there, they had this picture up on the wall. The graduate's <laughs> picture was still up there. But he loved it. He loved it. So he graduated from Hillcrest Christian School. Wow. Yeah. And well, from from that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow, I never knew that. that yeah. That's so interesting. Yeah, so uh, they loved it and said we would never go back to Calabasas. They hated it. Yeah. And, um, and, and, and Matthew was having problems too because, you know, he would lead a Bible club and all that and boy, the problems they would give him. And um, so, but I, I, we didn't have the money. Yeah. And, uh, so, you were here before they built that Lost Hills exit, or, or the off ramp. Uh, not oh, Lost Hills. I'm sorry. I meant Liberty Canyon. It was it, the school is oh, right above. You, yeah. As you get there, there's a little hill up a driveway. That was a school. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, it's another school, but it's like a prior um, Montessori or something. Because you like said that. something. It was like a dirt road, but like like the the 101 freeway was there. Uh-huh. And and that exit was there. I meant the, this. The Lost Hills uh, th- exit. This road wasn't here. Okay. Oh, it okay. It ended right at, at um, Patrick Henry. So you'd have Henry. to go Patrick Henry. Yeah, and once you get to to the end of, of Agora, when you get to Agora Road, yeah, that going to Cal- it was it didn't exist. It was a, a the road continued but made a loop, and then it went under the freeway, and in between was all dirt. There was nothing there. Oh, okay. And so they could cross right across This road it. that goes uh-huh. in front of the it did not exist sheriff, uh-huh. uh, that wasn't there. No, it wasn't there. It was all hills and land, yeah. just plain land. And uh, so there was no entrance to the freeway. And oh, there was an entrance in that to wow. the freeway. And then the off-ramp. So that yeah. means this whole street neighborhood wasn't there. It was all hills, and the, the owner yeah. owned all that all the way down. And way on top of the hill was this gray house. That was his house. And it was a tiny little shack here that he had newly, which it was a young couple that had horses. Yeah. Like a little ranch. And they rented that. And that was it. But it was all dirt back there. And Buddy Epson has has a ranch. He died already, but his daughter's still there. But she, they're way up in the mountains. They have a, a dirt road that they follow all the way in. And I would see them in the morning leaving for work. Oh, wow. Yeah. And uh, all dusty carpet. Oh, dusty. And our house was always full of dust. It was all dirt back there. But we loved it. Yeah. 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 Yeah, this was, yeah. In the 70s and 80s, I, there, was a, there was a skate park in Agora where one of the, the fire stations is. Mm-hmm. And they did the, um, there was like a, a renaissance fair, right? Mm-hmm. Where like mm-hmm. Paramount Ranches. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I think the Canyon Club, they would do like disco or you know yeah a bunch of stuff over yeah. there yeah that's funny but uh, yeah we were sad to see all that of course all the condos there that was all open fields yeah there's nothing there 
the hill from the very beginning grower all the way down just Mr. Bunton's house way up on top of the hill and a little tiny shack. So they ran all over the place. See? We're all over the place, these kids. Yeah, the uh, the area got mm-hmm. developed. <laughs> yep. Little by little. And, um, but the good part of that is it means your uh, property value goes up. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. You know, with those, have you seen those million dollar, they haven't put them up yet, but the way they grade it, they're million dollar homes. Yeah. And um, it's going to be a beautiful site for them, but not for us. We're going to give up a lot. At least the uh, entrance to the park is still there. They kept it there. They planted yeah, trees the to kind of cover the houses. But it'll be interesting. I wrote a question here. You went to Roosevelt High School. Mm-hmm. Is that Theodore or Franklin? <laughs> Roosevelt. Roosevelt. Theodore Franklin. Theodore Franklin. Oh, no. Theodore Roosevelt. Theodore Roosevelt. Uh-huh. Okay, not Franklin Roosevelt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because he was president in the 40s, so it was probably built... Uh, I wouldn't even know. before. I guess. Before uh, Franklin was president. He be alive, yeah. It yeah. was an old school. They've remodeled it a lot. So I Theater probably wouldn't recognize school, it. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, Hollenbeck Middle School, of mm-hmm. course. It's the next block down. Yeah. And what, what was the elementary school? Oh, we showed it to you. Remember we drove to East L.A.? Yeah. And we drove around that park? Uh-huh. It was at grammar school across the street. I, I pointed yeah. it out to you. That was It was Bridge Street. Elementary school. Bridge Street. Oh. Mm-hmm. There you go. Hollenbeck's probably someone's last name. I <laughs> don't know. Um, probably. Wow. Um, I do have a question here. I don't know if it's too sad, but it was. It was. How did your parents die? My dad. I didn't like going to doctors. Yeah. So if he got something wrong, he wouldn't complain. And um, I, he, what was it that he would take a lot of? Um, even though he really, I really didn't see. Did he die in his in his eighties though? Yeah. Your, your mom 80s. was ninety two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in so. his eighties. Uh, and if anything was wrong with him, I didn't know because he, he wasn't a complainer. Yeah. So later on, as I got older, he started having um, uh, ulcers with ulcers. And then if he would live on those, um, uh, uh, what do you call uh, them? Like They're, for heartburn? For heartburn. Like, like Tums? Like, Tums. Yeah. He would go through boxes of Tums, but he would not go to the doctor. Yeah. And... Um, but he would suffer that, and uh, but I don't remember him complaining, and, and I'm sure there was other things wrong with him, but he never complained. Um, and all those years on the road must have just done a number on his body, road, road. just all that oh, yeah, just hard he labor never for. Complained, yeah, and uh, when he, I'm sure everything just ached, and you know, yeah, I'm trying to remember uh, uh, when he landed up in the hospital, what it was from, and. I'm not even sure about that. Um, yeah, just. But I know he was on medication, and he finally went to the doctor. And uh, and he would ask him, "Well, Dad, you know, he went once, and he came in. Well, what did they find out? Oh, he found the only ten dollars I had in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. But he finally went, but." To tell you the truth, I I really don't know exactly what was wrong besides his um 
I know he became a diabetic, but his ulcers, um, I know it had to do with his digestive system. Yeah. And he got worse when he made the trip to back to Mexico. They went to visit because my mom, that was my mom's dream. You know, she didn't go back till I was like 12. And she had crossed the border when she was like 14. She hadn't been back, and that was her dream to go back to her land. And, um, and, uh. She, she did, they did that when you were 12? Uh, yeah, they went. My sister drove them, and I don't think they made it because the, the, they went at the back time. Of the rains are terrible. Oh, well, they, they didn't they, make it. No. They saw some of it, but not to where she wanted to go, where she was born. So they made it across the border, but mm-hmm. not to her town. Yeah, and I think she went back later on, but it, it wasn't the same. So who did you stay with? Oh, I took care of myself, kid. Nobody took care of me. <laughs> you were 12. I took care of myself. I was washing my own clothes by then, everything. Walking yourself to school earlier. <laughs> yeah. I you all over L.A. downtown? You wow. already saw L.A. I was yeah. all over my, by myself. She's but, like, my um, youngest kid's 12. I'm a free agent. Yeah. <laughs> I can go but, on trips um, now. <laughs> but after they came from there, uh, I think he caught something back there, you know. Oh, and I think they took him to the doctor, but they don't have the same things we do. And he just seemed to go down after that. Yeah. Okay, wow. So so they died, like, uh, far apart, years mm-hmm. apart. Yeah, and I remember going to the hospital. Wow, and, so and that I remember so well. You were, you were just a teenager when you died? Uh, no, I was oh. already married, and they let it all know, and we went, and um, he was alone in this room, and all 12 of us showed up and we were we circled his and he's still laying there <laughs> well he was a man of few words yeah right? <laughs> he was a very quiet man didn't really say anything unless you asked him and so um so he didn't live and since i was so far away i really didn't keep up uh, and but i remember all of us being there and and circling his bed and but he wasn't complaining yeah yeah so but uh, before before he did die, I had um, a very seldom dream. I dream a lot, but just crazy stuff. Yeah. It was like a couple of days before I, I dreamed about him, and he was in this. In, but it was my brother in the bed, my oldest brother Benny, the first one in the family. He was in, like in the same. A room where they had my father in the in the hospital. He was all by himself. Everything was completely white. Floors, walls, bed, coverings. The only coloring was him, himself. But it was my brother Benny. And he died. And about two days later I find out my dad had passed away. Yeah. But so in my dream. In your was, dream, Benny. It was my oldest brother had that had died. Died, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. And uh, if I remember correctly, Benny had already died. My brother Benny had already died. Oh. In real life, he had already mm-hmm. died. But in my dream, it was Benny and... Uh, wow, he died kind of young then. Yeah, he um, he was an alcoholic. Yeah. At a very young age. And uh, had a miserable wife. Yeah. Had a miserable life. And, yeah, she was uh, a witch. Mm. And so, um, 
so when she died, he remarried Luce. And so my mom found out that two houses down, the house was for sale. She sold her house and moved there. Yeah. Yeah, so... Um, Luce just had, like, her 90th birthday or something. Um, no, her what? Uh, uh, Luce, didn't, didn't she have, like, a 90th birthday party? Uh, uh, maybe I'm confusing her. I don't even else. remember that. But she <laughs> got very close to, to Luce, and she had uh, two girls, you know, Sandy and Michelle. And she, and she allowed my mom to take them to Sunday school, so they became Christians. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know about Luce, but I don't think she ever attended Catholic Church. And then my brother, who was older, a lot older than her, got very sick, and as a result of all the drinking and all that, he paid for it, you know. But my brother Sal went to visit him. Yeah. Yeah, and... Is that why you don't ta- drink? And what? Is that why you don't drink? No, I I don't like the taste. No, no, and um, and so uh, even though he had heard the gospel in his life, he refused. But at his deathbed, he did accept the Lord. Yeah. yeah. So and that was what my mom was used to pray for every day, and that's why she even moved next door and just to be close and yeah. So. And she lived until ninety two. My mom, you know, I'm guessing. I think guessing, she was ninety two. Yeah. yeah. And then by that point, she was in, in a wheelchair and just so... She knows her choice. In pain, yeah. You know, um, she was fine. The doctor said, you don't have to be in a wheelchair or anything. But I think she was just tired. Just tired, yeah. And she died of pneumonia. Pneumonia. Yeah. She had gotten a cold and she went to the doctor and she seemed to be fine. She got home and got worse. And it turned into pneumonia. So that's what she died of, Yeah. And we got to go see her in the hospital. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Before that, and of course the hallway was flooded with all the Delgados there, you know. And yeah. So <laughs> and big. And um. So. Wow, a long life though. It was all very interesting. Ninety two, yeah. Always full of things. Not a dull moment. Yeah. <laughs> the only dull times I remember is when everybody was out in high school and I'd come home, nobody was there. So that's when American Bandstand started coming on TV. I'd come home, <laughs> turn American Bandstand on. <laughs> wow. Was that Dick Clark? Or that? Yeah, and so I'd watch that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, because the house was so empty and. And didn't quiet. Grandpa said. You and Grandpa did that road trip around the whole U.S. Uh-huh. and you visited someone, and they and a loved one had just died, like, like the day before or something. The pastor that I told you came and built that first building and built the present church. Yeah, they yeah. They moved. Uh, oh, he was he taught at Old Church of the Open Door. They asked him to be a professor at um, Biola, and he was pretty well known. And well, anyway, um, he was in uh, hmm, I forget what state it was, Montana, I think it was. Yeah, something like that. He said, "Let's stop by and see him," and um, so we stopped by and. Uh, this little town, I think it's one street this way, and that was it. <laughs> that was it, yeah. And where's the city? You know? <laughs> uh, do you, have you seen Dr. Paul? 
No. Okay. <laughs> and everything, French and way over yeah. there. And so, uh, and so they, um, we let them know. So they were waiting for us. And so, uh, they had a house across the street, all furnished, complete furnished, just for their na- for their company. They've always entertained. They've been that kind of people. And uh, so we had dinner at their house across the street. And so <clears throat> they warned us. He said, you know. Uh, we're just waiting for uh, his son had married one of the girls from ABF. <laughs> We've known her since she was little. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, he married Becky. He says, and, and she's been real sick. She had this, there was hereditary rent with the family, and um, she had it very bad. And she was very young. And so, this, had, so this is the pastor's daughter in law? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. It says they lived uh, very close down the, the road or something. He says they're coming over. And um, so, um, even though she'd been feeling kind of bad, and she had to be with an exhaler, uh, exhaler or whatever, with a vapor all the time, and uh, she was getting worse and worse. But they, they want to come over, and um, so we're waiting for them. So when we're, we started eating because they weren't come, and so and she gets a call. Said they were on their way, but she got sick all of a sudden, and he says, "I'm gonna have to take her to emergency." Well, their emergency. Tiny little thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think the helicopter oh, had to wait. come for her and take her to the big hospital. And it had to do with that disease that runs through the family. It, it killed her. Oh, wow. Yeah. And um, the, the you were there. Yeah. And it was hard for them to entertain us. And, and uh, I told you, we better go. And so um, so they, they we drove to our motel, our hotel. It was a big hotel. And they came. They came out. And um, and I think by then, to let us know that she had passed. Yeah. And yet they showed us around the town and all that. I mean, they're just great people. Yeah. 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 So. Um, so bummer. So he remarried about two years ago. Uh, he they lived in Oregon for a long time. So he had left a girl there. He went back <laughs> and married her. Oh wow. Yeah. Was that a fun trip going around the oh the U.S. Yeah, I mean, I thought I sometimes I thought, am I really dreaming? Yeah, <laughs> you know, and, and uh, seems like so we much never fun. would have done that uh, if we hadn't. Of course, we had to limit ourselves to each one, but yet it was better than going to one place, spending the whole week there, and just seeing a few things. Yeah, I mean, it was it was, it was like a, a month, right? Like a, it was six weeks or six weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and uh, we saw a Dream lot. Vacation. I wish we could have taken our time in a lot. We did go back to the the um, the um, uh, where the faces are uh, uh, Mount, Mount Rushmore. Rushmore. Oh, that was terrific. just gorgeous. Uh, we had yeah. to take another day and go back. We saw it at night and in the morning. At night, they lighted up. In in Washington D.C. Oh, Washington D.C. too. Yeah, and um, all that all that good stuff. the you know the Lincoln Memorial. Uh-huh. And... Oh, yeah, it was just. Uh, only see, I thought I would only see the, the those things in pictures and in my dreams. Yeah. But um, and then Niagara Falls, we went into the Canada side. Oh wow! Well, they're Falls. more beautiful in Canada. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In New York. So yeah. in, in New York, we we stayed in New York. Stayed in New York. And um, it would I guess would be Lower Manhattan because I could we were like in an incline and we, I could see the uh, Statue of Liberty. Oh wow! From the the hotel. <laughs> But it's funny to see out your 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 window, 
And it's just like the movies. Just, yeah. All these rules. <laughs> I, I recognize all of this. Yeah. But, um, and didn't you start, you started in Arizona and you saw Marvin? Uh, let's see. Uh, is Arizona, is that um, closest? Uh, Grandpa's oh, uncle. Yeah, I can't even. What's the closest state to us? It's more, it's, what's I mean, well, Texas or Arizona? No, Arizona. Okay. Um, Unless you go sort of diagonal, which is then Could Nevada, you... like Vegas. Uh-huh. Um, but if you go down, it's Arizona. Mm. Because we stopped at Texas to see my niece. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Arizona would have been. Oh, well, yeah. Well. So you can either go diagonal to Vegas or like kind of that way mm. to Arizona. And I think we saw somebody else in Arizona. But Texas is my niece. All her family was there, and she was very close to... Uh, Which niece? Uh, Esther. Esther, okay. She, they were very close to the... Uh, what's that? Um, In Texas? Where the Mexicans attacked... Uh, the Alamo? The Alamo. Oh, okay. So, yeah, so you were more southern. We toured that, and then there... I went through New Mexico, then Arizona, New Mexico... Yeah. We just went down that canal and the little boat and yeah yeah so that was neat. And, uh, Do you remember seeing Marvin? Or, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I only bring it up because you saw him like a year or two before no, before he well, died. He died no, like that, he two already years had ago. Passed. Oh, he had already passed. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So we saw his wife. Oh, I thought okay. And I wasn't was sure. It. Yeah. Yeah. So she was by herself. Wow. And uh, so, and then I don't know if that was the time we stopped to see uh, his other uncle who li- lived by Lake Havasu, mm-hmm. but that's in Nevada, huh? No, I think that yeah, J- yeah, Joe lived in yeah Havasu. Uh huh. I don't know if it was at that time that we stopped to see him. Yeah, so you're in Texas, and then of course you ended up in Georgia, where Matt mm-hmm. was we stayed living. a week. Yeah, and then so just along the way, just like motels and, and it was stuff. all motels. Triple A did a beautiful job. They made all the reservations. They picked the motels, oh, really? and every time they would find one, they show the movies. And so you want to see the outside? You want to see the back? You want to see? It? <laughs> they have movies of everything. Wow! And that's how we would choose, and they would book everything. All we did was report. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. What's been a good tax return that year? Oh. <laughs> But it was all planned. Beautiful job they did. Yeah. And uh, through the whole, oh, oh well, we just have to report, and that was it. Wow. And One of my uh, dreams is to go coast to coast. Hmm. That sounds fun. <laughs> yeah, I would like to stay in, in uh, New York a little longer. Uh, everything was so rushed. Yeah. Uh, especially in New York, you know, and... Um, yes, yeah, so you went through, yeah, the Virginias... You're going up that coast. Yeah. And uh, from D.C., did you then start going west uh, again? No, we went D.C., we went... Or did uh, you go through, like, well, Chicago we went, or... We went through Chicago. Chicago? See, I've never been there. We were in the city. The city's beautiful. Yeah. But it was so scary leaving. Because you're a beautiful city, and, and you forget Chicago isn't all that way. So we're leaving, and the roads are blocked. You have to take alternate routes through the neighborhoods. Oh, 
Oh, Caleb, it's like seeing the yeah. movies. You see There's the movies, how the houses are all stuck together, and, and the black kids are in the... Exactly. And we're driving down, and they're all in the corner, and, you know, here comes Grandpa and his Lincoln. And they're all, like, just watching us, you know, like, stop so I can rob you. <laughs> you know? It was frightening. Oh, yeah. And I was so glad to get out of that neighborhood. The but it was a shortcut out. <laughs> But it was like being in a movie. You know, you see those houses, that type of house. Yeah. And movies like that, you know, and uh, so. But I would like to see more of New York. Yeah. Yeah. We were in Central, a small part of Central Park. And, uh, but very small portion, you know. Yeah. Did anything in D.C. stand out? Of course, Lincoln Memorial. And, um, uh, we went through oh, there's so much to see there yeah and, and and you have to be thinking because there's a lot of government stuff you know yeah and um so it's laid like, out very well like yes. the mall they call yeah. it the, the strip of mm-hmm. but uh yeah i yeah. wish we could see more the there's Capitol. a lot we stood outside the white house i never thought i'd stand in front of the white house yeah you're like yeah. hi obama yeah well yeah, yeah i tried <laughs> but um I think my favorite was doing a tour of the Capitol, and they have the rotundra and yeah, a bunch of stuff. Yeah, and there. it's beautiful in there. Yeah. Yeah, and so, um, but yeah, in front of the White House, there'd be a few demonstrators were beginning, so. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, the government buildings, but in through Washington, you know, they go through the yeah uh, those metal detectors, and of course, they catch Trump every time. Because it was hip. Yeah. Well, we didn't couldn't figure out. <laughs> they couldn't figure out because they empty everything. And said, well, I'm starting to finally... Um, <laughs> finally, it dawned on him, you know, the hip. <laughs> so we want to cross from there to... Go think there's tunnels underneath. And Grandpa says, I don't want to go through that. Let's go through the tunnel. Yeah. So we took the tunnel. Yeah, and that was easier. Yeah, what did you do in Georgia for a week? Anything uh, particular? Oh, well, they took us around, and oh, yeah. we did so much that I Atlanta, forget. Maybe. Oh my! You know, it was so much. I don't even remember. Did you see Think Matt speak at church? You went to the Matt's church. Um. Maybe. Yes, that's what it's huge. It was like a almost like a theater, big yeah. place. And um, they had a pretty nice house. But then, well, how come you took us to this other place? I think they were about to rent it, or maybe they used it as offices. I think eventually they took the whole campus as a church. I can't remember. It was really nice, a lot of buildings. His house, we drove up, and of course, we had our our monitor there, you know, cal- recalculating. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and we drive up and I told her, no, this this is this is a mansion. <laughs> well, it says this is the address. <laughs> I guess so. We drive up and sure enough they come out and oh my and god. You can live like kings out there. <laughs> yeah, for the price is very cheap. Yeah. yeah. Gorgeous. What gorgeous. a deal. <gasps> Almost like tri level and huge house and, in the, and out there nothing's fenced 
You have these rolling hills of grass and trees. It's a forest in Georgia. All those states, I don't see how they don't get lost. It's a forest everywhere you go. Yeah. The houses are in, you know, in between the shirt, <laughs> the houses. Yeah, and of course, you had a large yard, and way in the back, you had a little bridge and a little river, and then the golf course way in the back. Oh, I'm telling you, just gorgeous house. Wow. Yeah, beautiful. So they, they had a, a guest room for you, to say the least. Oh, yeah, I think we stayed in an age room. They had their own bedrooms, <laughs> their own, own bathrooms, and upstairs, and, and the entry hall. Oh, huge. And then a room to the side where they used it for computer. Then they had a totally separate dining, just for dining. Wow. And the kitchen was humongous. <laughs> and then there was a separator where they ate. And then uh, another den with where they sat and watched TV and the windows were from the bottom to the top. And oh. Well, he, he downsized moving back here. <laughs> oh, well, it's so expensive down here. Sure, you can buy a. With a, what I get here, I can probably buy two houses over there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's disgusting. Probably. Yeah. Wow. But yeah, and then too, the, he had that thing where, as soon as they open the door from the outside, it warns you. Oh, okay, like an alarm someone, system. So someone's in the back, the back door, and they tell you which door. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, they didn't have trouble selling it. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, so really nice. Oh, and their patio. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I think the whole width of the house was a huge patio all the way around. It was covered. Uh-huh. And she had her seat back there, and you sit back there and see this little forest, and oh, like a picture. When you went to Niagara Falls, did you go off in a wheelbarrow? Did you? Oh, did you well, I couldn't talk grandpa into yeah. it. Yeah. You know, wanted said, to. No, it's too high. Oh, <laughs> well, we took the boat right. You're and probably then, in the splash zone, though. You probably got a little. Oh, let me tell you. They give you a wrinkle, but you come back sopping wet anyway. Yeah. You know, I don't know why they give it to you. But, oh, I'm right in your face, you know. But they oh, go yeah. right where it's falling. It's refreshing. Yeah. yeah, but it's beautiful. Very beautiful. <laughs> So then you probably went through, you know, yeah, like Montana, Idaho, maybe yeah. up. Yeah, uh-huh, all those wide-open spaces where you only see in, in movies where there's a tiny little ranch out there and it's all land. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and you see all this wheat growing and all they roll it in those rows and you wonder, what in the world are you doing? What is there to do out here? Yeah. And you pass your town. Farm. Three buildings, you know, the post office and maybe a little... Cafe and whatever, and you're through the town. Yeah, but <laughs> it's I like just, traveling back in that, time. That's what they like. <laughs> You'll live 
is the strength that now you show.